This is Big D from Richmond, Kentucky, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Bert from Seattle, Washington, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Chris from Tampa, Florida, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, I'm Ace from Orange County, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, this is Elizabeth from Chicago. How are you guys doing? And I am Lunatic Radio. Studio in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I am Lunatic Radio. <laughs> We're in a radio show, but most of our listeners don't even know what the internet is. God, I've seen these guys pound each other in the ass in every break. It keeps us motivated. Yeah, the next segment. It humbles us. When Rock and I are not on these microphones, we don't know what the hell's going on. I like Seinfeld and Wrangler jeans. Do you have a Valentine? Who do I have a Valentine? It's me. I have Rock, and I'm going to jizz in his face. That's what my ass sounds like at 3 a.m. Yeah, that's how Rock and I work. We have a little chemistry. Rock, you have a question for uh, Birdie? Not really. (laughs) You guys are the butthole surfers. (laughs) (laughs) I love Rock, and he's such a fucking asshole. This is Lunatic Radio. Hiya! Welcome everybody to the LunaticRadio.com show. Kia Rock hanging out with you, broadcasting live from New York. Hiya! Emails to the show, LunaticRadio.com, Drunko Hotline, 206-202-LUN, that's 206-202-5666. This is our first show, everybody. With a new intro that I like. I don't like the new intro, I lost the old intro, I had to make that, make that intro in like a half hour. It's a little... little Hard to understand. I thought it was perfectly understandable. Oh, I, I had no interest in talking to guests. Yeah, pretty. It really uh, sums up the show well. I know that. Uh, yeah, we're in our home studio, not broadcasting live from the GFQ studios yet. We're still on the network, and Andrew is here. There he is. Hey guys. Hi. Welcome. Welcome back to the program. We're sitting here in a corner. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's we're slowly good. pushing you away. Slowly. Yeah. We're giving almost, you the hint. I'm almost at the door. Joining us on the third mic today is comedian Dan Barry. Hey guys, how's it going? Hi. Hi. Oh hey. I know you. Oh, you fucking dumb. <laughs> Word up. Give us those drunk calls, by the way, people, because we're uh, really slacking on the drunk calls. I don't know if people are just quitting the booze or just not wanting to drunk call into the drunk call hotline anymore. I mean, Andrew's calling into it. You know we're slacking when Andrew's calling. Yeah. Yeah, people are slacking. So uh, use the Drunk Call Hotline. For the new listeners on the GFQ network, Drunk Call Hotline is a little messaging system. No one's going to pick up the phone. But when you get hammered, and instead of embarrassing yourself by calling that person you like, or your mom and dad, or your friends, and you embarrass yourself, like at like 4 o'clock in the morning, and you're embarrassing yourself by making that call, and you're like, and the next day you wake up, and you're like, yeah, fuck, I shouldn't have called them. I fucking asshole. I was drunk. Da, da, da. Call our dumb radio show. Right. And say whatever you're going to say to them, to us, so we can play it back on the air and make fun of you. That's how it works. Yeah, and it's anonymous. No, it's not. We're going to totally fucking tell who you it is. Yeah, well, we've been doing it for 10 years, Dan. We've got to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And we have an added bonus guest in the uh, studio, Father Brian. Father Brian, school. just in case we uh, commit any sins. Oh, I didn't know you had a microphone. Yeah. I was gonna, see, I didn't Wait, wait, wait. Be... So you mean you, you haven't been paying attention for the past half hour, basically? No, I have. I, I, I just well, can't count. Well, what happened? 
What? What are you talking what? about? All right. Wait, gonna, oh, God. See, what do you even say? Hold on, hold on. He's in the- radio critic, radio critic, shut the fuck up! He's in the room, at least acknowledge him. You I didn't know he had a mic. microphone. I'm so? just going to sit here and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's a fucking priest, guys. Knock it off. He didn't have a mic stand. He was holding his mic up. He's his doing it old school. I like Damn that. Skippy, this is how I hold my dick in my hand, too. Weird. What the? Wait a second. Hold on. Language. Word up. I was about to ask if he's really a priest, because I have no idea about on any of this. No, not particularly. It's just a nickname. It's a nickname. So what our religion? Huh? What's that? What's the religion? It's my own. Voodoo? Yes, I am a voodoo priest. Voodoo um, priest. You look Haitian. <laughs> right? How's my patois? Uh, see, now you're using words. That what happened? <laughs> I'm lost. Uh, yeah, a lot to do on today's radio program, everybody. A lot in the news going on, right? Uh, not really. Not really. I'm going to talk no. to Dan and see what he's about, no. about his comedy here. You don't have to. Why not? Well, look at me. On your notes, it said you're a wrestler as well. I am. I'm also a wrestler. Comedian slash wrestler. Yeah, slash, uh, I don't know. Slash AIDS patient. I don't really. How does know. that work? Which one came first, comedian or the wrestler? Uh, I don't know. I was always a goofy dick, so I guess goofy dick. Yeah, I just I don't know. <laughs> this is my interview now because I'm not ready for this. No. I haven't, I haven't well, read my own notes. Well, you know, I'm not like interviewing for a job or anything. Well, thank just, God for that. Cause... What do you get the people to know about you as a comedian uh, and a wrestler? And a professional which, wrestler. Which one you want to do first? Uh, well, you can you can honestly pick it out of a hat. I mean, well, what's your comedy about? What kind of comedy do you do? Yeah, I mean, you that's look, a very vague statement. You kind of look like a member of House of Pain. I am. What? I am. I'm the. He does. He looks like uh, <laughs> who's who's the guy from Jump Around. Get his name. I love the guy too. Everlast. Everlast. Yeah, I look like Everlast. You do look like That's it. No, be you're insult. you're better looking. I have a stronger heart though. So. You're you're better looking, Everlast. And I'm sweating my balls off. Fuck. Were you wearing your? Uh, yeah. He's wearing his track jacket. Yeah, he's wearing his track jacket. Sweating my balls off. So you get for jogging up. around the block before hopping on the radio. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> get the workout. So in. we do the uh, so we do the comedy. I do comedy and professional wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you have that whole, like, uh, with the wrestling thing, do you have the, the nickname and the... Uh, everyone's favorite wrestler, because I That's like, your thing? Yeah, I'm everyone's favorite wrestler. Are you, so you're like a good guy? What no. Are they, what do they call it in wrestling, Ron? Face! Face and heel. You're a face heel? No, I'm a heel. You're a feel. See, I'm, I'm a heel. I have a big heel. No, I'm not. I'm just a little I'm heel, not but. hip to the wrestling, so the heel is the bad one? Heel is the bad guy. Yes. Heel and is the villain. So you're a face. I am a... No, I'm a heel. You're a heel. Yes, because if I tell you I'm your favorite wrestler, you go, fuck this guy. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. He's like wrestler. cocky motherfucker. Yeah. I'm also remarkably average. That's your average at wrestling? No, I just look average. Like, oh, you yeah. look at me, you don't go, he's a pro wrestler. You go, he works at a grocery store. Are you one of those guys? Because when I used to watch wrestling, it was way back in like the early 90s, late 80s, and they used to just have those scrub guys that come out and they just get their ass kicked. Like they're paid to get their ass kicked. Are you one of them guys? The um, jobbers. Yeah, the yeah, jobbers. The jobber, jobber, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not a jobber. I have, um, you know, I have actual abilities and talents in pro you wrestling. You do! I am uh, fairly decent. I've gotten that before. I've heard, hey, you're not that bad. So oh, I can't good. be a jobber. I mean, jobbers. <laughs> <laughs> I've held titles. I don't know if jobbers have ever held titles, although Barry Horowitz was a successful wrestler. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. The greatest just, jobber ever. Just clap yourself on the back nice. there. Do you know Barry Horowitz? Uh, some guy. <laughs> His intro oh, song he, was Havana Gila. And there goes that conversation. He was, Man, he, was, uh, he was a manager, right? No, no, he was, was a wrestler. wrestler. No, he was. And there was uh, the Brooklyn Brawler. He finally beat Skip of the Body Donnas. God, I don't know. And then he like, became, I tapped he out like after the British Bulldogs. Skip and Zip. 
Candido and who's the other? I guy? remember Sonny. It was it was Chris Candido. It was um oh what the hell's his name? Zip was uh Zip. Is it Rip Rogers? Is that what, what am I thinking of right now? It doesn't matter. Is this all um, WWE stuff? Yeah, this is w, well, it was WWF at the time before the pandas took over. I heard new, <laughs> news that they're like, aren't they, isn't he trying to get rid of a W? No, it's now it's WWE is its own entity. Like KFC is no longer sure. Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's KFC. KFC. It's because WWE is moving into the platform of all in, encompassing media. So it's not just professional wrestling now. Now they're making movies. Now they're making. Right, but I I heard that he's trying to get rid of, like, one of the W's in the WWE. What? No, no. Then it it's just going to be with, World? No, no, it's going to be WWE. It's going to be Women's Entertainment. No. <laughs> WWE, they're just taking the World Wrestling. Like They didn't say wrestling throughout WrestleMania. They're calling it entertainment because their, their basic uh. idea is that they're going into the entertainment platforms. They don't want to use wrestling too much. They only want to use wrestling to describe their wrestling aspects. As much as I disagree with that idea, but that's really what they're doing. Well, here's the thing up your alley, right? They're gonna. I think Vince is trying to uh, get like a wrestling network. He actually wow, is really? in, yeah. in the process of making it. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna have a whole twenty four seven professional wrestling. But he also said it's not gonna be wrestling only. It's, no, it's they're gonna also be, gonna have like reality TV. Yeah, you're gonna have like your tough enough shows. You're gonna have like. You know, I think it'd be interesting to get like documentaries about pro wrestlers that you really wouldn't hear about, like a thirty minute documentary series where you document like you know, like your lesser known wrestlers, like your Barry Horowitz. Yeah. So you can figure out who the fuck that is. Yeah, don't end up like most of those guys though. I don't know, like in a hotel room shooting themselves in the yeah, head. Yeah, actually I wanna say as before we go on any further, I wanna <laughs> he say Ben Watt himself. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I wanna say uh, in a somber note, rest oh. in peace Larry Sweeney, who is a professional wrestler for Ring of Honor. Twenty nine years old, he is no longer with us. Is that a new today. is that a new death? It is a new death. Um, unfortunately, we're pro- <laughs> wow. Unfortunately, every time a bell rings, every, <laughs> a wrestler I'm, loses his life. I'm, I'm, unfortunately, professional wrestling—the shelf life of professional wrestlers—is under forty, which is pretty um, bananas, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, bananas. Yeah, like I've already That's hit my word. midlife crisis. If you look at it that way, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I am <laughs> fucked. Like. <laughs> Halfway through my life, and I've achieved literally nothing. <laughs> yeah, the club on that one. Yeah. <laughs> You're in good company. Yeah. We're sitting on an internet radio show. <laughs> yeah, it's worldwide, though. Worldwide, yeah. We just got a call from Athens before. Yeah, no, well, she wasn't for the show. Mm-hmm. The I hope she's still on. Jenny, if you're still listening, uh, we miss you, and uh, we hope your swim over here is going pretty well. So how long have you been a comedian? How long have you been a wrestler? Uh, comedian I'm very, very new at. Uh, professional wrestling, though, I've been doing for about 10 years. How many uh, times you have? Because we've had many of comedian on the radio program, sure. right, Rock? Absolutely. Uh, everybody from Dane Cook to... Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons? John from Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy, Bill, who was just... We told a right. funny joke at the bars so we brought him on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's um, John from Staten Island. I don't talk about how many, how many shows I've done because I feel like if I go up and I do a show, mm. right, and as I'm doing my show... They go, how many times have you done it? Done it? And I go, oh, it's like my you know second time. Somebody like, oh, that's pretty funny for your second time. I hate that. Like, mm-hmm. is it funny or is it not funny? Just right. fucking lay it out there. If my joke sucked, just go, hey, that fucking joke about Elizabeth Taylor was not funny and get mm. the fuck off my stage. Do you go up there and you're, you're like prepared? You got your material? You just go up there and kind of uh, I have, you have some ideas? And I have bases. Like, I, I, I know what I base my material around a certain theme. I come up with like a little story, mm. but it just... 
it melds around whatever the audience is responding to. Like if I see the audience is responding well to one thing, I'm going to stick with that as opposed to going, well, I'm going to switch gears and talk about this. You know, Try and get them to keep going. And when I feel that they're exhausted with a topic, you move on to another. See, that's topic. the way to go. What do you think, Rock? Um, no, I agree with him. I just, there's a call coming in. I was just wondering if you want to take it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Call, you're on the radio program. What's your name? Where are you from? Mm, I've been there. Go ahead. Call, you're on the air. Mm. Hello. Going once, going twice. Caller, no, you're on the they air. Gave uh, up. They bailed up. They were there, though. They were there. Oh, you heard it. They were trying. We have we're one up. confirmed listener. Let's hear it. All right. We're up. So we're going to be hanging out with uh, Dan Barry and Brian Barry, yeah. father and wrestler and comedian brothers. Right. Wait, Dan, I just want to – how do you feel about Snooki just completely flying by you up at the wrestling ladder? Well, here's here's my – I want to make – a good job. Oh, yeah. I, I You're point, defending her? Yeah. No, no, no. But here's, Get out of here. I'm not going to defend Snooki. First off, the fact that she's famous for – This was at WrestleMania, being right? Being a whore. Yes. Yeah, no. And Snooki, like, everyone's like, oh, Snooki shit all over WrestleMania. No, Snooki did what she was paid for. She was there for 10 seconds. What sucks is you have a guy like Daniel Bryan and we're listening to music suddenly. No, don't get distracted. I'm sorry. Something just happened. Yeah. Anyway, so they have a guy like Daniel Bryan who is like a legit, like, um, I'm going to start jerking off over here a little bit later. Yeah, I hope that doesn't distract you. That's My pants are halfway me. down already. What I do. This is how we test our third mics. That's what we Whatever. call the intermission on the radio show. There's a reason microphones are shaped like dicks. Right. Um, no, but yeah, That's what he said. So Daniel Bryan, he's a legit solid wrestler. He's been doing it forever. He's a phenomenal talent. And you went, you know what? I don't. We don't need to see Daniel Bryan come on. Let's have a thirty-minute promo to start the show. Let's put a snooky match in the middle, and then we'll have the the main event get a big clusterfuck and be sort of ridiculous. And then what ended up happening is you have a guy like Daniel Bryan who got dropped off of WrestleMania, lost the WrestleMania payday for so a that, US title match. Yeah, for a title match for with, with, with you know the two guys. Sheamus is a former two-time champion, just got ignored, and you take those guys. You take him off the fucking show, mm. and you put a four foot four mid- tan midget on a fucking show, and she's wrestling in one yeah, of the Yeah, but it, you know what it's about? It's about bringing in the It's viewers, about ratings. Yeah, but this is why I'm going to defend her. When, when she came out, everybody booed her. Because I first of all, I spent the eighty dollars for the stupid pay per view. First off, who the Ridiculous. fuck would spend eighty dollars? Is it really up to eighty? It was seventy nine ninety nine. You have, my dad. you have, you have, you can look at this the computer. You can figure out every technical issue, but you can't find a live stream. No, fuck? I, I feel I, everything is a write off. I can get a good uh, hand job for eighty it, bucks. It was a write off. That's crazy. It's eighty. It's up to eighty, 80. bucks. I remember it was like thirty nine ninety five. They had to pay for yeah. Snooky's rehab. Exactly. Pitch. She came out. Everybody booed her naturally. Because uh, she, you know, she's she's a villain. Everybody hates her. She's a drunk midget. Right. Yeah. Mm. She came out did this crazy cartwheel, front spring. She was a fucking elbow. cheerleader. That's a fucking basic. But you have to give her credit for that for doing something she did when she was sixteen. Negative. Yeah, she's a drunk now. <laughs> she's a dr- yeah. Oh, she's oh look, the, the fat drunk when she's sober can do a cartwheel. Like I'm not impressed by that. Back well, right, from a wrestling yeah. standpoint, Rutgers paid her thirty two thousand dollars to yeah. come in and do a speech, and they gave a Nobel Peace Prize winner. 30 grand. Yeah. They gave her two grand more to talk. No, what the true. fuck yeah. does she have to talk it's about? I yeah, really, I, what I, did I just, she have to talk about? Hey, guys, no. that's fucking crazy. <laughs> well, it was, it was for the uh, the kids so they could yeah. just see her. Yeah. Pretty, she wasn't saying anything. Spectacle. Yeah, she wasn't there to like, do some fucking speech oh, about I education she, or anything. Yeah, no, she's she's you don't need college. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody can be a success. Well, the entertainment. I mean... 
they brought her on the WrestleMania thing because they knew she was going to bring in viewers and people were going to buy the thing to see Snooki do the. Bought it, if anybody bought but, it to see. No, her. you know what? I think. But don't try. I, I feel like you're trying I'm to make right. sense of the entertainment no, 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 business. None no, no, of it I, makes no, sense. No, I, I work in entertainment. Yeah. I'm fully aware. Yeah. I, I think that I agree with you that that's why they brought her in. Do I think that that drew ratings? No. You announced The Rock, and The Rock was your ratings drawing. Like you got. Yeah, but she's still like she's she's you know she's a part of bringing in. She's a. I mean, whatever the hell she is, she's a weeble wobble, but she's famous. <laughs> she's and a she's, monster. Yeah, Her vagina looks like it was lit on fire and put out with a weed whacker. Yeah, it's, it's not, not it's good. It's not good. It's not, <laughs> not good, yeah. No, it looks like a deli sandwich with a cherry bomb in it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to picture that. Cut open a muffin I'm and shove ham in there. Suddenly I'm hungry, though. <laughs> deli sandwich with a cherry bomb. I'm trying to... Oh, God. <laughs> well, there you go. Wrestle. When was WrestleMania? I'm so, I'm so lost. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, two weekends ago. It was Sunday. But now they've announced for the next WrestleMania, oh. it'll be The Rock versus John Cena. Now, what happened? Yeah, I found out about it. So they're planning now a year in advance a match. This, well, this you know what, bad. though? That's good, though. No, but that's good because they're giving it a year of planning. Right, right. You have, like, all these stories that can come from that one year. And I think what's going to end up happening is, um, you know, somebody's going to get hurt. John Cena's going to get injured in December. Yeah, he's going to get of torn up. And now, why, hold on. Why is The Rock back in wrestling? Does his movie career Ratings! No, no, no. He, it's, it's a ratings thing. It's uh, He got paid a, an absorbent, exorbitant amount of money. Wrestling, wrestling had some good times. You know, Rock was towards the end of it. You know, like, No, Rock was that... Rock, was that the heist? The Attitude Era was Rock, oh, Stone Cold. Like that well, was, yeah, that, that, but that was the end of it because I just enjoyed before that. There was still great stuff. Well, when you had Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Of course, theater, but, but I mean, in the, in the chronological time span, that was actually the end of their heyday wrestling with no. the Rock days. What after the Rock left? Who was there? 2002. After the Rock left. 2002, but, that, but that's, Correct that's, me. That's, the, that's the end. But I mean, you're, uh, it, you almost make it sound like it tailed off. It didn't. It, it did abrupt, after they left. No, it abruptly ended after like the Rock and Stone Cold left. Well, yeah. Abrupt ending. Okay. So, as much as it's the end, it was like they hit their peak and then they're like, "Man, fuck it," and they just cut it off. I, I consider myself a smart fan. Like, I don't, I don't fall into the hype, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not a crazy fanatic, mm. but I, I watch it as, uh, like, I comment on it. That's sure. how I watch it. Uh, and he's rolling his eyes already. No, no, I'm I, not, I can I was, feel it. I was I looking at it. the camera, being like, "That's <laughs> a lot of lag." But, but, but when you watched it, when when you started. You know, in 2002, it just stopped, and then the whole business went to shit, and then now they turned it into this squeaky clean thing, and they're catering nine-year-olds. But then when you introduced The Rock again, and they took away the PG label and made PG-13, and the rating skyrocketed, you would have assumed that somebody would have been like, wow, well, this works better. But the thing is, it's about advertisers. Advertisers want PG-13. This is why I have lunatic radio. That's right. Like rated X. Exactly. I can say cunt on this show. That's one of the words you can't say. Hit the bell. (laughs) That's hilarious. It's the That's- only word you can't say is that Jody just hammers it on. <laughs> It's not even a joke. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I even looked for the... I was like, what's the one offensive word? <laughs> the one word. Well, what's wrong with it? Is this that bad? Uh, no, I believe it's awesome. It's beautiful. Oh. It really, I personally it really ends it. a sentence. I get an erection every time I hear that word. <laughs> can I say smegma? Does that... You sure can. Oh, okay, sure. good. All right, smegma. Yeah, so what were, what, where were you going before the uh, big C-bomb came out? I don't know. <laughs> by, by the way, I got, clears the room. I got the uh, greatest email about both of you from a potential sponsor. Oh, what was oh, this? Great. Until just now. Yeah. Did they want to bang me? It, it was, they listened to last week's show, and they they phrased it in such an amazing ooh. way. Oh, ooh, phrasing. Oh, last week's show was fucking dreadful. It, it, <laughs> 
They were saying, well, it's very unique with the language. <laughs> it's unique. With the language. And, uh, it's like we, calling a painting nice. But it was so. Calling it, it a was, baby big. <laughs> <laughs> they're talking, like, they were explaining, like, how they, they like the, the, the show and they like the feel, but the overtones. And I'm like, ah, eh, The overtones? Over. What sponsor? Can we, are you allowed to no, say what no, sponsors they are? Are they like decent sponsors? Well, they're going to they're like- end up going with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're going to end up going with it. But it was so interesting to see how they were like, they came out like, it, it's such a corporate bullshit because they came out like, we love what they're doing. We love the feel. We love the look. And then I'm waiting. Nice. I'm like, but look, but they said smegma. <laughs> they said smegma, and it was all over. For Some me. retard in the New York Yankees had said the C bomb. <laughs> well, I'm glad that uh, they they liked the show because I don't remember it. <laughs> It's all blurred. I was listening back. It wasn't bad. You were making like this was some. It was like just a disaster. Uh, It really wasn't. Well, the thing was is that I like I we I've been I've been doing work like off the air. This is something I want to fill you guys in on. I've been doing work off the air for like you know a little piece I'm putting together. Yada yada yada. So I'm going back through the shows we've done this year, right? And I've listened to them all like in its from start to finish, every single one. I was sober for two. Two shows this year. Really? Two. The only other ones, because uh, I can tell when I'm bombed, because I'm slurring and I'm not. I'm, I'll drop the f bomb like five times in a row, like this type <laughs> of thing. And I'm talking about my balls. Like I'll go from talking about the Senate and like pieces of legislation to my dick. Like, but that's just, what makes it that's funny. That's a natural progression. Yeah. yeah. And then at some point, Rock will be like, "Oh, you're too drunk. We should end the show." <laughs> that's take what I really know. Sleeping I'm drunk. on the yeah. microphone yeah, the best now. Part when you go, it goes, uh, "Fuck it, lose the radio." We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I remember from the entire shit. He goes, he goes, ah, fuck it, Luna the Rave. So that, like, I, I noticed that, and I noticed that, like, last week, and I call Rock, I was like, yeah, we maybe we should stop you know, drinking on the show. Blah, blah, blah. So last week's show comes up, and we have, like, the band in, and they're playing their music, and it's like a big party atmosphere. So, you know, whatever, we start drinking again, we do the show, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, this week, literally three times by, uh, I did a radio interview for another radio show. The the guy that was interviewing me, one of our friends, Paul, mm. asked me, he's like, so do you guys get drunk every week on the show? Oh, no. I was like, fuck, no. you're asking me that this week? After <laughs> I've just been, like, depressed for two weeks about being drunk on the show every day? Christ, I'm like, all right, this is like a call, right? And then, then the first the, the two listeners sent emails saying, I, I, can you guys not get drunk on the show every time? I was like, all right, we're not going to get, I'm not, at least me, I shouldn't be getting drunk on the show. I just want to say that, um, guys, I think we're all, we can say it now. Um, there is no show this week. You're actually talking to nobody. <laughs> this is an intervention. <laughs> guys, just stand up. Everyone, close yeah. the door. Close the oh, door. no, the door's closed. Um, A&E is actually going to burst through that door any minute now, and I'm going to be in front of a green screen. Well, at least they'll be on TV. Yeah, whatever. Get famous off of it. Jenny from Athens is swimming here right now to give you a good sit-down talking to. Is that my rehab? Because yeah. I like to go. Yeah, not for nothing. I'd be gone, too. Snooki is actually going to tell you how to be sober and clean. I think you just need to work on your beer stamina. You just no, you get well, drunk. Too quickly, no, no. or just it's drink whiskey. Because I never get drunk. I'll have several beers and I don't even feel it. It's but you, the, it? yeah, well, that that's the thing. Alcohol, you'll do two at a time. <laughs> that's the thing we were talking about it during the week in our, in our little uh, weekly meeting on the phone. Their powwow. When I'm stuck in traffic, you're right. Beer affects you differently than it affects me. Yeah. 
And with the way it affects me it means I should stop. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. what you need to do is here's I think the rule of thumb is to, I, I drink whiskey. I'm a big whiskey drinker. Oh yeah, I'll just but take every, it up. the first shot of whiskey, the on the first shot of whiskey, you always make the whiskey face. You go the mm. right, right. Ah, like if you stop making the whiskey face, then you go okay, I'm drunk, and you just don't drink anymore. Sure, right, right, right. When you stop making the face, that's when you your, st- that's- when you take a shot, you go that was good. Like and you don't make the face, you that's your cue. Just <laughs> I think though you bring up a great idea. I think you should start going to hard hard liquor. Yeah, because you'll because you'll be less and you won't, right. you won't drink it like it's water. You won't drink it like as in oh I'm thirsty. Let me have a shot of whiskey. Like and nobody thinks like right, that. That's true. Although he it, might go that way. Rule no, here's my prime example why I should stop drinking. I quit hard liquor in 10th grade. I should stop drinking. I started at 13 at hard <laughs> liquor. Rough. Really? 13. Yeah, 13. 13 my, we had taste buds even well, able on, to understand. No, let, me, let, me, let me describe this story. It was fucking sweet. Me and my brother, my mom used to have whiskey. She was like just for guests that we never actually had. It was like decorative whiskey, I would call it. And we were like, we're just going to take this and start drinking it. So we went into the, there's a, a creek, and we went to the creek and we started drinking it. And we're like, we're pounding through half this bottle, and we're like, we have Irish tolerances, we're great. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Needless to say, a hard alcohol always hits you a lot later than you think it's going to. And we crawled home from this. Like, it was like four in the afternoon, and we literally <laughs> thought we, we looked like we were shot at in Nam. <laughs> 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 Belly crawling all the way home. My brother at one point looked at a, a fire hydrant. He got angry at the fire hydrant and vomited all over the fire hydrant. Oh, no. There was a stain next to the fire hydrant that was brown for two years. Snow, rain, tsunami, nothing cleaned it off. His friend went to his, my brother's friend went home and he told his mom he had sun poisoning. It was uh, uh, what's it called? Sun? Uh, what the hell is it called? Not some poison. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. That's it. I'm an idiot. So he had said he had a heat stroke. It was like March. You don't get a heat stroke in March, you dumbass. This one's not high enough. He's like, wow, I got a heat stroke. She's like, it's like 60, you jackass. I had iodine poisoning. Right. I was stung by a jellyfish. Pee on me. (laughs) Reminds me of a story that uh, me and my brother were in Vegas one time getting hammered at the MGM. And we literally had... Who does that? I know. I know, right? Try and walk the yellow brick road. Literally got to a point where we're having like a food fight in this diner in the MGM. And my brother's like, I just got to go back to the hotel, dude. Just let me go back to the hotel. I was like, all right, go back to the hotel. And I just pointed in the direction where it was. He made it to his first escalator, and he was staring at it for an hour because he couldn't figure out if it was going up or down. <laughs> we have all been there, though. <laughs> the, the other night at Dan's comedy show, I say, hey, hey, Rock, was I drunk? And he's like, were you throwing up? He, I'm like, no. He's like, then, then he was pacing himself. <laughs> yeah, <right>. exactly. <laughs> so it's either Brian's throwing up. Or, or just he's a, pacing himself. Right, exactly. First off, any wrestling drinking story, for some reason, and I know this is going to sound odd, but it always trumps most other drinking stories. And the reason I say it is because we decide that we can wrestle while drunk. Oh, that's But we one. always choose we can wrestle people who don't know we are wrestlers. <laughs> so I have a story. It involves a man. I don't know if I want to name drop on him because I feel do bad. It. Nah, right, do it. Marty Janetti. Oh, my God. Nice! Ah. Marty Janetti, True Hollywood Stories. 
Um, Margin Eddy. Uh, I've only had Margin Eddy. No, actually, I know the name. Oh, you do? Yeah, I did the great story. Margin Eddy is uh, one of the coolest dudes in wrestling. You know, he's sober now. And he, What's his... Well, he was a... He was a rockers. He was a Shawn Michaels tag Shawn Michaels. team partner. Okay, okay. He was doing... When I worked for one company in Long Island, he was doing a bunch of shows for them. And he was the coolest dude in the world. And um, apparently, he had gotten... First off, we went to a Ruby Tuesdays, and he had, they had the fishbowl glasses where you actually tip people. You put the tips in the oh, fishbowl okay. glasses. Sure, sure. He actually asked for that filled with Jack and Coke. <laughs> and the waitress was like, no, we don't really do that. He goes, I, my, I don't really care. I'll, I'll pay you whatever you want if you want to uh, you know, fill that with Jack and Coke. <laughs> so she filled it with Jack and Coke, and she turned around. And by the time she turned around and put the register in, he had killed no! Jack and Coke. Yes, yes. Wow. True story. So she turns around and he goes, oh, Miss Ma'am, I do believe there's a leak in my drink, and I think you need to replace it. <laughs> and she goes, well, oh, all right, oh, wow, I'm really sorry. We'll get you a new glass. And she dumped out the glass. She got him another one, and he drank that. But he obviously, at that point, he couldn't play it off. Right. Anyway, he got so drunk, he ended up leaving. He's walking outside, and we're like, oh, where the hell's Marty going? And there's a group of people in front of us, and he sprinted right past him. And he's, you know, he's in his 40s. He's not like a... And also, we're like, where, where the, where's Marty, man? We look up, he's standing on top of a, a dumpster. What? And he's like, oh, man, flying crossbody. And he jumps on, <laughs> he jumps on the people who are not, who are not with us. No. No. So anyway, so yeah, that, the other story I have of Marjane is actually a bit of a longer one. I'm going to tell it because it's actually one of my favorite stories. Yeah, he just, just, just gloss over there. That's no, no, awesome. that's it. He just goes, he's just like, oh, man, flying crossbody. He just jumps. <laughs> and he spreads out, and these people are like, oh, shit. <laughs> He's okay. He ends up, you know, one night I'm driving him home. I was a designated driver. I do the short straw. And um, we, we were out drinking all night. And, you know, I was obviously out till it was like 6 o'clock in the fucking morning at that point. And I had no idea what was going on. And Marty goes, uh, oh, man, I'm, I'm hungry, man. So my, <laughs> this guy Vito I'm with goes, uh, oh, there's a, there's a White Castle over here. So we, still, we go over to White Castle. And he goes, uh, hi, man, they sell beer here? No, no. White Castle. <laughs> like, like six in the morning. No, dude. White I'm like, they don't sell beer here. Man, when do they stop selling fucking beer here? Man, they never sold beer here. So we go up. I go, uh, hey, what do you want? He goes, oh, man, I'm not that hungry. I'll just take a burger. I'm like, you know, Marty, they're, they're the slider burgers. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's fine, man. I've, I've been drinking. I don't think I should be eating that much. So we go get, we give him the burger. I hand him back. And maybe 30 seconds later, man, what the hell is this? <laughs> I told you, man. So I, I am from Tallahassee, Florida. We got burgers fucking this fucking big. Stop the goddamn car. So I slam on the brakes. Now, here's the... I'm in a purple Grand Am. My car's sure. a piece of shit, right? <laughs> he pushes the seat forward. Vito ends up eating the dashboard. And Marty goes in the back to get the go back to the window. As he gets to the window, he knocks on the window. And I can't hear anything that's happening. I can only see it to my rear view. Okay. He describes a small burger goes to a bigger burger, dances, and they just handed him a sack of burgers. No! Just to shut him the fuck up. No way! So now he gets in the car, and we're driving back to Vito's house, because that's where he's staying. And he's eating these burgers, but the only way I can compare it to him eating it is um, the Cookie Monster, where he would just chew, and you'd see the cookies coming out the mouth. And that's it. And he would swallow as if he was full. It was all over his fucking lap. I was cleaning onion and fucking meat out of my back seat for months. <laughs> So on the way back, he just goes, uh, hey, Dan Barry, uh, and then he actually goes, oh, oh, this is my impression of him, it's, uh, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man, Vito goes, hey, man, what's up? Nah, man, not you, the other man. <laughs> 
What's going on, Marty? I love you, man. I love you too. You're cool as shit. You're cool as shit too, Marty. I like your work, especially the early stuff. Oh, thanks, Marty. You never seen my fucking early stuff. Early stuff. Early stuff. Giving you compliments of like early stuff. No fucking clue who I am. Your matches against the killer bees are fucking great. And he goes, y'all touch each other? What? Me and Vito. And now me and Vito are like, fuck it, we're not answering. This guy's hammered. So we're just driving and still we still have like, you know, 10, 15 minutes before we get home. And then, Dude, know, that is the most awkward question ever. Oh, no, it gets better. So two minutes, later, two minutes later, he goes, uh, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Vito. Hey, man. What's going on, man? Not you, man. The other man. <laughs> hey, Marty. What's going on? I love you, man. I love you, too. You cool as shit. You cool as shit, too, man. Love your work, especially the early stuff. Thanks. Y'all touch each other. <laughs> No. Is, so, he, is, he, is he asking a question or is he making a statement? He's saying yeah. he's questioning, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, no, dude. We both have girlfriends, like whatever, whatever. And he goes, uh, you know, the boys up north, they all touch each other. He's talking about the E. Yeah. And yeah. now we're like, is this guy fucking? Wait, wait, the E, the What's E, like WF. Oh, WF. Yeah. Okay. He goes, uh, you know, boys up north. That's what they. When you're from the south, you call sure. it the E. Mm. The north. He goes, uh, they all touch each other. And now me and Vito look at each other like out of the corner of our eyes, as if to go. I wonder if this fucking guy's serious or if he's Holy just shit. fucking with me, right? right? So I'm like, he's fucking with me. Vito's like, he's serious. Like, we, we just, we're, we're, yeah, we're yeah. and now it's just an awkward, like, 10 minutes. You know, that, like, that 10 minutes, like, it's like seeing dad hit mom at the dinner table and nobody's talking. <laughs> You're just trying to fucking sit there and just not say a word. We're just sitting there driving. I'm now, I'm, I'm going significantly faster because I just want this fuck out of my car. It's sure. just weird. So as we're getting out of the car, he puts his hand on my shoulder. It's like, seriously, like 7.45 in the morning, oh, okay? Man. And he's like, man. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, I'll see you tomorrow too, Marty. So then I look in the rear view and he starts walking in the back of the car and he just sort of waves at me and he falls face first onto the curb and busts his head open. No! <laughs> I'm like, Marty's dead. I gotta get out of the car. Vito looks at me and goes, nah, man, this happens every fucking no. time. Pulls him in the house. Now, keep in perspective. Now, that is my Marty going out and party story. 11 o'clock in the morning that same day, it's now 7.45, 11 o'clock, he's supposed to be teaching a clinic for professional wrestlers. Like for young guys trying to get in wrestling. So I go home and I power nap for two hours and I'm like, he's not going to be there, but I got to go because mm. so I get there and they're like, what the fuck? You look terrible. I'm like, Marty had me. I was almost eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't think he's going to make it. Sure. Shit. 11 o'clock on the dot. Bright and chipper. Like he had been sleeping all fucking night is Marty Janetti ready to go with a bandaid on his forehead. Holy shit. And that's it. That wow. that's the fucking coolest wow. That is the oddest. But you, you know what's what's funny? I've heard this story about a thousand times, done in a different in a different way. But this is a Marty Jannetty story. Marty Jannetty, and it's the best. It's the same way like chic stories, yeah, like, it's like a chic story, story yeah. and like you know, I've, I've I you know in wrestling you just pick up all these weird stories. But that was my experience with, Mar- with Marty. With Marty was just like. You know, I, and that's not, I'm not going to go out on record saying I'm his best friend or nothing. Not, I don't. I highly doubt he'll remember me. He'll probably remember me as the guy who wrestled himself because I wrestled my own match by my own self at that clinic because I didn't have an opponent. And Marty was like, oh, man, I love your work, man. That was great. I sold the rocker dropper and everything else and I was wrestling an invisible opponent. And that's the only thing he might even remember, if he even remembers, because I don't think he was sober. <laughs> But he was still one of the coolest You're dudes. You're standing at a bar. You're having a drink. Marty Jannetty comes, gives you a knife and chop out of nowhere. He's, he, the funniest thing about him is he walks up. Like He would refer, if he was trying to get the bartender's attention, he'd be like, oh, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am. And after three <laughs> Miss Ma'ams, if you hadn't responded, he went, hooker. Right. <laughs> when she turned around and went, ah, oh, hey, how you doing, man? That's, that's, one, of the, that's one of the greatest that stories is, I've ever heard. That, that is great being in that, what is it, 6 o'clock in the morning in a car. Is this and a way Marty Gennetti in the backseat oh, with y'all fucking covered in White Castle. Oh, man. 
and it's <laughs> with so his fanny awesome. pack and his fucking tang top. Fucking driving down to LIE going, oh man, fuck, we got a drunk wrestler asking us. And he's, just, he's the funniest dude in the world. He's just the coolest fucking dude. He, t- he told some great stories, too. The time, like him and Iron Sheik. And, uh, he worked with Iron Sheik? No, Iron, well, him and Iron Sheik used to travel together. Really? I'll tell a story. He's definitely told a story, and you'll probably find it on YouTube if you look for it, but that's my favorite story of his. He was with Iron Sheik, and they were in, I want to say, like, um, Kansas City. I want to say Kansas City. I might be completely wrong on that. Don't quote me. And uh, him and Sheik are there, and there's a rat that Marty always knows, and he always hangs out with this one rat. For oh, clarification, rat. Rat a rat is, is, is a some... whore in wrestling. It's a, oh. girl who, a girl who goes to wrestling shows ring to rat. get fucked by wrestlers, so we call her a ring rat. I don't know. So a rat, there's this one rat that he is in love, that, not in love with, but he always sees and always fucks. Well, needless to say, he's with the rat and Iron Sheik. And there's another girl at the bar that he wants instead of the rat. So he goes, uh, hey, Sheiky, can you, hey, man, can you uh, take care of this fucking rat here? Uh, yes, brother. No problem, brother. <laughs> so he leaves. I have a terrible Sheik impersonation, by the way. But, yeah, that's all right. We get, um, we get the point. So he goes and he, he literally, he, he goes to the, the, the new girl and he has Sheik babysit his rat. So he, you know, he pounds out the new girl and he sends her on a merry way. And as he's sending her on a merry way, there's a cop at his door looking for the Iron Sheik. And he's using his, his his legit name. He's not using the Iron right, Sheik. Yeah. So he goes, where's Iron Sheik's room? And, and, and Marty's like, I, man, I got no idea where his room is. Man, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't babysit him. So they leave. And, of course, fucking Marty runs straight to his room. And he runs straight to his room. And he goes, he goes, uh, Sheik, man, what the fuck happened, man? He goes, get down, Marty. Get down. <laughs> Listen, your girl, okay? She kept saying, where's Marty? Where's Marty? And I said, no worry. A Sheiky here. <laughs> She asked for the finest weed, finest. I gave her the finest weed. She asked for the finest coke, I gave her the finest coke. She asked for the finest wine, I gave her the finest wine. All night, where's Marte? Where's Marte? And I say, oh, fuck Marte. Sorry, Marte, but I, but I just wanted. I, I say, fuck Marte. You were Shiki now, and she did not want to be with Shiki, so I give her a short arm clothesline. <laughs> And Marty's like, well, man, what the fuck are you doing in a short on clothesline? She goes, uh, Marty, she don't know how to bump. She, she really, no idea. <laughs> oh, do you have the video? That's yeah. the fucking video. Yeah. That's, uh, oh, you got audio here? Yeah, hold on, give me a second. Let me stop it. That, I knew this video existed. I knew it. It's a That's fun. Marty Giannetti right yeah, yeah, there? Yeah, Marty God, he looks like a blast. Uh, let's hear, let's hear come on. Iron Sheep's so funny, but this is one of those road stories. Um, one one of my favorites. Um, well, you know, you, you know, everybody knows the most famous one where he got you know the drug test vets called him in. Siren Sheik uh, comes in. Is, you know, this is back when I think Duggan and him had got uh, popped on on the Jersey Turnpike or something, and that's what we get, I think started everything. But um, they, they they brought him in and said, "Business Sheik tested, got to test back for for uh, your test, drug uh, urine test." And, Tested positive for cocaine. She's like, ah, excellent. <laughs> and she, and she uh, and like, no, not excellent. That means you have cocaine. Like, oh, she's like, oh, oh well, uh, well, what about the Don Morocco? Did he have it in his system? And it's like, no. Just, oh, well, what about the uh, Jacob the Snake? Did he have it in his system? And they say, like, no. And it's like, uh, JYD, he used to say JVD. I'm funny about JVD. JVD having his system. And it's like, no, none of them having their system. Why? He goes, well, I don't understand. They were with me. Rat them out, didn't he? That's the That's what he has with uh, uh, There was a time, man, in Iowa. Um, There's no story. In the morning, and, and uh, was at the club, at the bar. 
It was right connected to the hotel, right at the lounge. And I knew it was this, this girl that, that I'd been with a few times and, you know, regular. And there was a new girl there that, that, that was... That it's definitely the story. And I'm like, man, let me, uh, let me go talk to Is this the one you just girl. told? Yeah. She. I said, uh, can she kind of watch for her? Oh, Monty, I'll take care of her for you. If anything for you, Monty. <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's going to hold on to her, kind of keep her in place. And, and let me see what's going to happen with this new girl. So as time goes by, a few drinks, the new girl... Um, Ends up I'm back in the room, up in the room with her. And she's, you know, she's nice. She's pretty. Things are going good, and, you know. And I've completely forgotten about anything else until I knock at the door, and I open the door. It's the police, and they're looking for. Somebody. I don't. I can't remember his first name. Something Casabucky. We asking for his real name, and and I'm acting like I, I'm like, I don't know who you're talking. About. He wrestles Iron Sheik. I, I, I don't know where his room is. They're looking for his room. So they go on down, and I knew exactly where his room's at. So they left, I'm running down the hallway to his room, and down the picture glass windows right there, there's ambulances, there's fire, no, not fire, there's a police thing, there's an ambulance, and the girl that I left him with is being wheeled out on a gurney. <laughs> I look out, I'm like, oh my God, and I'm running knocking on this door, and, and he opens, he cracks it just a little bit, Sheep, man, the police are looking for you. He goes, I know, Monty. Get me in a hurry. Man, what the hell happened? He goes, Monty, oh, let me explain to you, please. Sit down. Take it easy. Let me tell you. And, and he's like, like the most uh, innocent man in the world. How you ask me to take care of girl. Monty, I take care of girl for you. She comes up to the room. She asks for a drink. I give her a drink. Says she's a little tired. I give her a little powder. You know, Monty, you wake her up. So she's talking, she's talking about feel bad. I give her some pain medication, Monty. I give her a drink, and she come to me and she say, she say, where Monty? I no disrespect, Monty. I said, oh fuck, Monty. Did Monty give you pills? Did Monty give you a coat? Did Monty give you liquor? Oh fuck, Monty. You stupid bitch. And I give her a short clothesline. <laughs> a short clothesline? What the hell's a short clothesline? Because you know Monty right here. So she, she's on a gurney. Because Monty, she moved. She not know how to work. <laughs> that is crazy. I don't know whatever happened to it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's, uh, we've heard his, yeah, and there's, there's so many great wrestling stories. And his, Marty's stories are always brilliant. And there's another one who's always brilliant. It's Simon Diamond, which uh, yeah. some people aren't going to know who Simon Diamond is, but he was like ECW regular, and he ended up he, – he'd been to TNA. And hmm. He's a really solid worker, but his honky-tonk man stories are among some of the funniest I've ever heard in my entire life. And uh, the one I want to recant right now is only because I think it's so fucking funny and because uh, honky-tonk man has no idea who I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honky uh, – he and Honky were, were traveling. It was him, Honky, and uh, uh, I think Johnny Swinger. And uh, they're, in a, they're at a, a, a restaurant in the middle of nowhere. And they're sitting down and they're eating, and um, Simon goes, "Oh man, I gotta go to, I gotta get some, I gotta go piss, you know, I gotta take a dump." And he goes, uh, "All right, man, don't worry about it, man. I'll, I'll take care of the bill. You just go on ahead, man. Cool." Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Simon goes in and he walks, you know, pisses whatever he was he was doing, taking a dump, I guess. Comes out and they're gone. And he goes, "Oh, I guess they paid the bill." So as he steps out to the front door, there's fucking honky talking man. Come on, man, let's go. Move your ass. <laughs> Waving him on, right? And so fucking Simon's like, oh shit. And he's just jogging in the car. And he's, they peel out of this fucking parking lot. And honky talking man looks at him. What the hell are you doing lollygagging around when we're dining and dashing? <laughs> 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 and Simon's like, what the fuck? You dine and dash? I could have paid the bill. Yeah, 
says, no, nah, man, me and my family do it at least twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, man. Life of a wrestler is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one like of the things. stories. Oh, you have no idea. There was an, uh, my worst drinking story involved pills and everything else, and it was... um. Well, it's not I, a true drinking story if it involves other. Oh <laughs> yes, it, I don't. It's know. a wrestling drinking. No, story. no, hold on, hold on. It is. I literally, I almost killed myself. Okay, so I'm in Sounds Monticello. Like <laughs> I'm in Monticello, New York. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. I just wrestled at a fat camp. Get that image in your head. Fat camp. Fat there's camp? a place called Camp Shane. It was actually I did a double shot. I did a show at a at a there's a the Monticello Raceway up there. I did a show at the Raceway and I did a show at Camp Shane, which was the Fat Camp up there. And I did a double shot, which is great because first off, the Fat Camps are great because what ends up happening is the counselors are all thin girls. You know, they're all like sure. thin girls or like in shape dudes right. who always just see fat people. So you see somebody like me who's pretty average looking. I look like a fucking Adonis next to those sure, fucking blobs. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? So we have this show and we do the show, whatever. And at the end of the night, I'm like, oh, my fucking back hurts. So I go to a guy. I'm like, yo, man, my back hurts. He goes, oh, here, take two Vicodins. I'm like, all right. Uh-oh. So I'm like, oh, man, that, that didn't work. <laughs> that didn't work at all. Do you have anything else? He goes, I got perks. I'm like, yeah, give me two of those. <laughs> then, he, then I'm like, dude, it's still not working. And he goes, oh, you know what? It might be a muscle thing, so you might want to take these. You need muscle relaxers. So at this point, I'm taking six pills, Holy two perks, shit. two bites, and two muscle relaxers. Um, <laughs> it's been a half hour, by the way. There's what? Not- <laughs> Wait a minute, half an hour? It's been 30 minutes. I started at Holy one, I started shit. at like seven, and at 7.30 I had taken all six pills. And I, you know, I was stupid. I'd, I'd already been drinking at that point. Oh my Next God. door to our hotel, was like across this like dirt parking lot, was a bar. And I knew all the wrestlers were going there, but I was broke. I was right. like, fuck it, I'm going to go across the street, you know, because those, those pills cost a lot of fucking sure, money. Sure. So I go, <laughs> I go into the bar, and I'm like, look, man, if I bring like 30 people in here, I think I should get some discounts on these drinks. And he goes, dude, if you bring 30 people in here, you could drink for free all night. I'm like, consider it a fucking deal. <laughs> he didn't know we were going there anyway. So I go and get the boys. I'm like, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. The bar's going to be closing soon. We got to keep it open. They're like, oh, fucking cool. So we go to this fucking bar and we're sitting down. And the guy's like, holy shit, you brought 30 people. I'm like, that's right. He goes, all right, you can drink whatever you want. So I pointed at the top shelf. I'm like, let's start there. Let's end there and make a drink with everything. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I was drinking Screaming Nazis, Mind Erasers. I was drinking all sorts of fucking shit. At some point, I don't remember what happened. I just blacked out. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah, so the morning comes, right? And you know, like, you wake up in the morning and you're like, if you don't move at first, you're like, oh, thank God I'm not hungover. Sure. But the minute, like, you move an inch, sure. the entire fucking world yeah. shakes violently. <laughs> yeah, it feels like so I'm having, it does that warble. Yeah, it does that <laughs> So that starts happening. So now I'm like, oh, I am hungover. But I was worse than hungover. It's the worst hangover I've ever had in my life. And I had drank my first time a half a bottle of whiskey. So to put in perspective how hungover I was. Sure. So I'm like, fuck, there's a diner across the street. And I'm like, I'm going to cross the street. So I go across the street. And, uh, they're all eating, and I'm like, I'm not going to eat. I'm just going to sit here. So I put my head in the fucking table, and I try to fall asleep. In the middle, I'm like, oh, i got to piss. And I, I got, I'm like, as I get up to go piss, I'm like, oh, oh no, this isn't piss. I'm going to vomit. I'm going to vomit everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to vomit a lot. So I fucking, so I sprint. I push a fucking waitress out of my way. I don't give a shit. I run to the bathroom. There's this kid, Oscar, there. Oscar's five foot four, little Italian kid. He goes, hey, there, baby, what's going on? Fucking push him right out of the way, palm him right in his fucking little midget face, kick open the bathroom stall, and just like my brother before, I looked at the toilet, got angry at the toilet, and vomited all over this fucking toilet. Oh, no. It was purple. Uh, Nothing I drank in my life was purple. So I'm puking purple for the majority of this, this, this oh scenario, God. right? Yeah, that's a warning sign. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is going red on? Leg. When he blacked out, he gave 
Barney a blowjob. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just terrible. I mean, I woke up with a sore ass. <laughs> you puked too. up Barney load. But I, I literally puke purple. I puked purple for three fucking days. What? Where does the I, purple come from? I think it was just stomach lining. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> I literally just kept puking. Holy I shit. My friend was like, dude, you, you're still puking purple? I'm like, every fucking hour and an hour, man. It's terrible. Oh my God. And he, I, he, my, my friend is convinced that I horsed through uh, alcohol poisoning. And I had been like... <laughs> I had you pre- went beyond. I went beyond what I was supposed to. And like, I, I don't know what happened. I went plaid. I don't know what. Yeah, I went plaid. <laughs> I totally went plaid on that. That's a fucking great reference. But like, I literally, I don't know what happened. I remember just, I, I had my friend drive the car home. I puked on the side of the road. My friend was taking pictures of me puking. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. We get we do some dumb shit. I was drunk once. There was a car accident outside the bar we were drinking at, and I went outside and pretended like I saw it because I wanted to talk to a cop. That's the dumb shit that I did when I was oh fucking hammered. I'm like, nah, man, I saw the whole thing. And he goes, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this guy fucking T-boned him. And the guy goes, it looks like he was rear-ended. I'm like, really? He goes, you didn't see shit. I'm like, fuck you, copper. And I ran away. <laughs> oh my God. I'll tell you what, your drinking stories make me feel like I haven't had a beer in my entire life. Yeah. Like the original hangover. No, that's really bad. We, we've done some Holy dumb shit. shit. Um, but yeah, no, like, and what ends up happening is, um, for uh, there's a guy, his name is Trent Beretta, who's and uh, he's on WWE television right now. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. And he was at the exact same accident scene. And I I remember vividly taking a picture. He saw the car accident. And he stood right in front of the car accident and like, put his thumbs up. And I took a picture of him. And there's this picture. It was his, his car ID forever. Of just him with his thumbs up in front of this fucking destroyed car. And if you had like taken that scenario and zoomed out a little bit, mm. just out of frame would have been the girl who was driving the car crying hysterically in her boyfriend's <laughs> arms. And it was just one of those moments where you're like, that's really funny. But man, that's really fucked up. Too. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Holy shit! Wow, stories. Well, the drinking. That's the, that, that's what that's one of the great things about like fucking uh, wrestling, man. It's we like think we're invincible. Tons, we just think we're invincible. We're just like stuff. fuck it. We can do whatever we want. Like right. you know, popping pill, popping six pills in a half hour is something you don't do ever. Like, no, you, don't you ever do go that. hammered into a match? Uh, no, I, that's the one thing. Because my my thing about my theory on that was is that. If I am fucked up in a match and I hurt somebody else, ah, uh, true, right? Like I, I'm, yeah. the thing about wrestling is, if I get hurt, it's fine. I don't right. think that would be fun. Well, Jeff Hardy, uh, oh, for God. the pay per view, he showed oh, up to the point where can like, we talk about this? I'm in. It was like Let's a squash match. He, he showed Let's up. Explain it. Explain, yeah, explain it from the so beginning. Jeff Hardy's been. He had a meth thing going. He has. He, he has an busted. addiction issue. This is TNA. He has and he left the total WWE. nonstop addiction. Yeah, total nonstop addiction. This is yeah. fact. Yeah, this is all total fact. fact. Uh, is this recent? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, recent. you didn't see it. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't watch wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. there was a pay per view. He was supposed. Well, he was. Well, he was it went viral. Champion. The video. That's he's, why. Yeah. He's the world champion of of TNA. He um. What? Get it? Is it on? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's not go much. Ahead, go ahead. Yeah, there's story. not much to the video, but it went viral because, for wrestling standpoint, it's he was the match was so short. Showed up destroyed. Destroyed. I mean. In bad shape to the point where they were saying he couldn't even stand. He was in bad shape. He was supposed to wrestle Sting. Sting says, "Listen, I'm not going to fucking wrestle this guy." Right. So he goes, "Okay, listen, this is what we're going to do." They figured out Jeff Hardy's going to go to the ring, but it was obvious there was something wrong with the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
It was took him a half hour to throw his shirt off. But yeah. just to, just you to make it clear, shirt off. Yeah, this was this was the main match of the pay per view. And this was a like, big you know, build. It was a huge. Yeah, this was huge. Show. This wasn't like some like random match. This was Sting's return. How did they even let him get to the point of? Le- did he come into the arena? He no, got into the ring and everything. With the, with the, the issue is there's another issue that just happened with the uh, wrestler named Scott Hall, Scott who, Hall showed up, yeah. who showed up destroyed. The issue is that, like you have this advertised match, and if you don't do the advertised match, people go, "Oh, false advertising." Because nobody really gets the backstage. So what they were going to try and do is have Scott Hall, I mean uh, Jeff Hardy, just kind of go out there and like they were going to crush it. And then as the match had started, you could see that Sting was not fucking with him. Like this Sting was not going to give him anything. Yeah. And Sting was like, "All right, fuck it. Here's the finish. Shoot the pin." Well, he, he potatoed get, him a couple times. Oh, he just so. leveled him, and then he hit him with his hit the reverse oh. DDT. He hooked his leg and he held him down. And Jeff Hardy is not what you would call a wrestler. He's a, a stunt man, and um. He literally just got shot on it, and you could see he was pissed off. But then it's like, Sting's bigger than you, and is an actual wrestler. He'll probably whoop your ass if you actually say something to him. Sting was saying, I'm sorry to the fans. Yes, at the end of it, the the fans were chanting, this is bullshit. It it was just so, I mean, the beginning was so awkward because they're both in there, and then Bischoff comes out, and he he actually talks to them off mic. My question is, if the guy's freaking hammered. Why send them out? Why even no, send them that's, out? That's, this is that's, actually, I'll tell you why, the, because they fucked the audience right before that. The the, the the number one contender match was a draw. So they screwed up before no, that. No, the whole so thing is that the whole company is, well, is useless. You, it's fucked. It, it, it's useless. The yeah. company is literally just, oh, well, yeah, we're I just going to sink money into this. Like, yeah. here, look, look at him. He's coming into the ring. That's He's hard. hammered. He normally is a lot more energetic. He has, like, something. Like, right now, you could you could tell there's wow. something. Oh, look wow. He's stumbling. Yeah, he's kind of stumbling and walking like he's yeah, he just, just walking out of a bar, and he got turned down by six chicks. <laughs> Dan, let me ask you this. They do, with every pay-per-view, card subject to change. Why yeah. couldn't they just... Say, listen, you're not fighting. We'll fucking figure something out and make this well, a legitimate the thing match. About, and, and honestly, that's a that's it, it should have. I mean, yeah. you know, you oh, he, out, did, he just fell into the ring. Yeah, it's it's terrible. He's I'm fucking, watching the he's, video he's, as he's tell shits. Um, they could have, and yeah. they could have. Honestly, what they should have the done? They should have had. Uh, you know, sure, one, someone else would have done anybody. It. You could yeah. you could have put him in there with any of the fucking like the lower talent wrestlers and just let him have a really good match yeah. and be like, look. Jeff Hardy got sick, and we didn't want to give you guys a shitty match, right. so we gave you this. Right. The thing is that these guys always have to try and hyper-explain things. For some reason, like in wrestling, what you have is people who just feel the need to make a storyline, mm. and they try and like they counteract. like As opposed to just letting good wrestling sell itself, right. what they do now is they go, let's go out and talk for a couple minutes, and then we can have a two-minute match and no one will notice. Yeah. But what ends up happening is this. You know, Sting was shit on the entire thing. You know, Jeff Hardy looked like a waste, you know. And they have this whole match that's two minutes long. I mean, not even. It's maybe a minute long. Minute and 20. Their the, intros, all the intros are uh, the, twice as long. The intros are twice as long. J- Eric Bischoff's promo is longer than this fucking yeah. match. What is, what is, hold on. What, the whole thing about him being drunk at the main event at a, at a pay-per-view, what does that say to you about the state of uh, being a wrestler? It's not the state of being a wrestler. <laughs> it's, it's the state of the company that you're looking at mm. right now. The fact that they didn't have the wherewithal to go, you know what? Maybe putting Look this guy him. in this condition in the ring right now. Well, they the hired. Best. I mean, they, they hired. Uh, Kurt Angle, which was fired for having... He was on the verge of death, the guy. Allegedly. They were saying how he was so bad. He was in such bad shape with the med- with the prescription medication where they were afraid to keep him on staff because he might be the next to go. Mm. He was that close because of all the pain meds he was on. They hired him. They hired uh, uh, 
Ken Anderson, uh, Ken Kennedy. Yeah, uh, is he Ken going, Kennedy. Is he Ken Anderson. Ken Anderson. It's Anderson now. Uh, he he got fired for some sort of wellness issue. They, they said it was a couple of things. I think they just didn't like him. Um, but you know what I mean, like, and they hired Jeff Hardy knowing this. This guy has Jeff Hardy got fired from the E because of a drug charge. Yeah. Like he actually cannot do certain shows because he has court dates. He has wow. court dates, <laughs> and, and they hired him and they gave him a title. They gave him a strap. Yeah, and on top of it, look, now they're doing. They do the intros in the ring for this match, right? The intros are longer than this match. Like, it's uh, it's just a, it's a black eye on wrestling. Not that wrestling is you know looking all that pretty right now. It's scarred to shit at this yeah. point. But then you have like it's just become a point to go. You know, at what point do you go? Maybe this guy shouldn't be fucking doing this. Like, and they still hide. He's not fired yet. No. You know, and he won't go he to might rehab. Go to jail. He might be. Going yeah, to jail. he should be going to fucking jail. You know, and I think the only and I don't say that like as in a how dare he do drugs because I obviously just told a story, a very okay. funny story about me doing drugs. Um, I'm 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 clean now, but. He's got to get help. And they hired his brother, too. Yeah, Matt, brother has Matt a is too. an alcohol issue altogether. And God, he looks hammered. I'm watching does. the video. He really does yeah, look he hammered. Looks fi- if he didn't have paint on, he would just look like a retard. I, I don't... I mean, he usually looks like a retard, you know. And then he does this thing coming opinion. up. He, he, like, tries to do this thing with his shirt to throw it in the audience. And it just yeah, like he goes, it got like, awkward after a while. Like he, All this all this pop and circumstance is, like, the match is so short. You know what my favorite part is? He dresses like one of those fucking emo kids from, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> I can't believe yes. Sting it's is 2011, still asshole. How are you still wearing UFO pants? He's go, 40 go years old here. at this point. Yeah, like, knock it off, Jeff. How old is Sting? Stings. You have a look at Sting, Sting, Stings in his Stings in his forties. But look 40s. at him, like Stings in his forties, and he's like obviously, you know, his best days are behind him, Definitely. but he still can go out there and perform or at least entertain. And, to he, some and, he, and he gets the pop still, and he gets yeah, he gets he entertains because yeah, he's somebody who at that age can still go. And Jeff Hardy is twenty years his junior, and is looks like shit. He's like, a mess. Uh, it's just ter- oh, See now this is where Eric Bischoff comes out Eric Bischoff decides He's going to make the pay-per-view longer So that the fans don't feel like They got ripped off But it's not really Eric Bischoff It's actually the writers But the writing staff Should have looked at this and gone You know what Maybe we should not have to Send this jackass out But they didn't Well who's uh, oh. Russo's the head writer right. Yeah but uh, You know everyone puts a lot of blame Fast On Russo Fast forward to the damn match I just want to see the guy get You know Hammered the, the thing about Russo Is that somebody at some point Has to go Yes you know what I mean? If Vince Russo goes, oh, he's going to go out there. There's a higher authority than Vince Russo who at some point can go, maybe we shouldn't do this. And he, that person, that checks and balances system never came into play. You sent this, this, this fucking waste of a human being to the ring to shit all over your company by being in the ring and unable to fucking stand. It's just, it's. How the fuck do you even watch this? The goddamn match has been. It, I'm watching a clip that's oh, wait, wait, 10 minutes. Wait, 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 wait. And the bell rings. Look, he goes to throw his shirt. He can't even throw his fucking shirt. We're, we're free, literally seven minutes into the free, seven minute intro. Well, it was a complete, it was a complete disaster. I mean, it was complete stalling. Oh, I wouldn't even watch. They didn't know what they were. Well, yeah, because it, it wasn't meant to happen yeah. this way. This whole and now this whole routine with him going around with the shirt was just stalling. It's all just stalling because you're, you're going to see. You know what sucks? None of these wrestlers look impressive at all. You know, they don't look like the big monsters. Well, they should. I don't think they should because I, for a guy like my size, I am I am a, what you would consider a lightweight wrestler. Uh, if you are a big a big guy, I'm not shitting on big guys. Big guys have their place and they're and they're you know. But this 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 type that people have in their head when they think of wrestlers, this Hulk Hogan esque style person. The problem is that the best wrestling occurred with guys who weren't that big. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin, six one. Like if anything, like yeah. 
And, you know, The Rock's a tall guy, but, I mean, he's not 6'9". You know, these guys are, were bigger guys who are still smaller by comparison to the 80s professional wrestlers that everyone's used to, and those were the best matches. I dug that, though, back in the day when I watched. And well, here, you're going to miss the match. Uh, yeah, well, that's no. because Kieran likes large, muscly men. Right. Well, no, I, there was one WrestleMania, I think it was in, like, Vegas or something, yeah, yeah. where they brought out some guy that they found in, like, the jungle of some well, fucking right, You're going to miss the finish. You're going to miss the finish. There's there the, uh, there's there the DT. Ready, ready, ready. Holds him down. To he tries to kick out and he doesn't. Yeah, and that's your match. So wait, and was, he, suppo- your ma- was he, he supposed to kick out? Well, that wasn't supposed to be the move done. See, so see what ends up happening is Sting went. You know what? I'm not risking my life. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go out there and let this fucking drugged out sack of shit. You can see he looks yeah, fucking disappointed. Yeah, disappointed. At the end of the match, the people, the fans are chanting, "This is bullshit." And he goes, "I know, I know. Like I agree." Right. And um. You know, I don't. It's well, a, anyway, the, the the Vegas one I was watching, they brought out some like mongoloid dude who was like eight foot the ten. Giant yeah, giant yeah, and he like literally walked, like he took one step from the ground over the goddamn top rope. Into, this guy was a monster. I used to love watching that shit because it was a freak show. That's what I loved about wrestling. But uh, you know, I, I don't know. And now it's more like a. It's it's like it's more like a soap opera for men. No, it is. It's exactly what it is. Um, I just I'm not into the whole. I think that wrestling at some points is over over explained. You know what I mean? Like you, you have these guys who come out and they have this like long drawn out angle and you have a two minute match. Mm-hmm. You could have just been like. You know, these two guys are wrestling for, a, you know, to raise their rankings into the company to become, you know, the, the the story is everyone has to have some sort of shit. I don't know. Everyone has to have some sort of an angle or some sort of a storyline, and you don't need that. Half the time you can just go, okay, they're wrestling each other just for the sake of wrestling each other because they're trying to boost themselves in the rankings. And that's why it's become too much of a drama and too much of a stere- of a, um, a stereotype, um, too much of a uh, – Soap opera. soap opera and it's just it's garbage they just need to bring back doink and dink and everything will be solved I believe so <laughs> alright so we're hanging out with, uh, yes. we're hanging out with Dan Barry uh, Brian Barry Father Brian's in studio uh, our boss is chilling over there and I'm here Roxy uh, yeah we'll take a break come back and we'll do some other stuff everybody nice little wrestling talk we never Ooh, do that on yeah. the show sorry about that we got we're an hour I'll be back with after this more lunatic radio you know who I am you must not know who I am I'm Apple Man and I am the face of lunaticradio.com. Doug, I got to tell you, I am a huge fan of uh, the show Deadliest Catch on Discovery Channel. You are the man that brings us the images. Is that correct? Well, that's yeah, historically that's been true. You know, uh, I was with the original group. So there were only seven of us when we began the series. Back then, it was called America's uh, Deadliest Season. We did a three-hour program, and that evolved into uh, Deadliest Catch, for which I was both uh, a producer and the series director of photography of the series. Uh, how, how was it filming that show? Well, it's been one of the grand adventures of my life, most certainly. Um, you know, so far, I got hit in the mouth with a crab pot, had all my upper teeth smashed in while I was 200-plus miles off sh- uh, shore. Um, I've, I've broken three of my ribs. I've cut my hand super severely and destroyed my right knee. But uh, other than that, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's been a wild ride that I very much enjoyed. Wow, it's, it's un- unbelievable. I mean, uh, well, did you get the shots? <laughs> <laughs> even after well, you break it, uh, you still got to hold that camera, right? Even after those teeth are shattered out of your mouth. 
Well, yeah, it's the case. I mean, on that particular trip where I had my mouth broken, you know, I had brought uh, antibiotics of my own on the trip just in case something happened. And fortunately, I had that with me because, you know, when you're that far at sea, you do not want to be helicoptered off. Not only is that, uh, you know, bad to have happen because it risks people's lives, but also, you know, the story ends when you leave the boat. So, you know, I had a lot of responsibility. I stayed on the boat, and there was a couple moments there where I thought I might perish as a result of the infection in my head. So there is a, a solid dedication to bringing home the story, that's for sure. Hi, everybody. We're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. What did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Oh, the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio is the name of the show. It is. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Go check it out, fuckos. It's LunaticRadio.com. You can now hear the LunaticRadio.com show on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile application. The latest episode is always available for you. No syncing needed and no memory wasted. Available on your iPhone, your Palm Free, Android phones, and Blackberry. Download it easily at Stitcher.com or go check out the App Store for your individual mobile phone. That's lunaticradio.com on Stitcher Radio. Download the app today. Stitcher.com. And now back to the lunaticradio.com show. We suck. What up, everybody? Advertising. Oh, oh. Lunaticradio.com show. Here, Rock, hanging out with you. Email us at the show, lunaticradio.com, local hotline, 206202, Luna, that's 206202566. Hi. What's up? Joined in the studio by uh, Dan Barry, comedian Dan Barry. Did a lot of wrestling talk in the first segment there, though. I like sorry it. About that. But he is a comedian. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. They're good I like stories. It. Yeah. We got to appeal to a lot of different people. Let's talk about up. sex now. Broadcasting live on the GFQ network. It is the lunaticradio.com show. Email us at the show, lunaticradio.com, local hotline, 206202, Luna, 206202566. Masters tournament yesterday. No Tiger Woods. So let's talk about something. But that was uh, that was a fine Masters yesterday no for idea. your golf fans. You didn't watch that yesterday at all. I was uh, doing something completely different. <laughs> I can't watch golf. It's so boring to watch. I don't know. Well, yeah, yesterday it was it was a great tournament. I mean, for the golf fans. Out for golf there. fans, yeah. I mean, one uh, Charles, the Yankees, some, probably some guy. <laughs> It was Kieran really amazing. Just, Kieran just likes watching balls go into a hole. That's I absolutely do, it. and I love men hitting them. I love that. I watch it. And that dude, the dude who was they were leading, he was leading by four strokes. He ended up shooting an 80, Rock. An 80. Wow. Wait, who are we talking about? Rory McIlroy. McIlroy? McIlroy. 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 The only thing that I was ex- really excited about watching the Masters yesterday, no, it was a fabulous, one of the best tournaments I've seen. As a golf fan and a golf fanatic, mm. uh, it was very exciting to watch. Uh, as exciting as golf can can get, but the thing that really thrilled me was uh, Jim Nance didn't get all creepy and gooberish. Oh, really? Yeah, he I held hate, back this time. Fucking hate Jim Nance, the CBS lead commentator for sports. He does Ugh. basketball, golf, everything that CBS pounds out. Yeah. Jim Nance and his goober face is there. Your boy. That's what I like Painting to say. the picture for everybody in his goobery freaking... 
I swear that guy's gay. That guy's so, got to be fucking gay. So in Jim short, Nance, he's a goober. He's a, oh, he's such a goober. I hate Jim Nance. Fucking hate him. I feel the same way about Joe Buck. I'm with you on that. Really? I, you know what? I'll take Buck over Nance every freaking day of the week. So you're banging Buck? I'll bang Buck. Jim Nance. Oh, I can't stand the motherfucker. He just sounds really creepy. He almost sounds like he's got like pedophiles, you know, speak when he does uh, golf. He's, yeah. it's, but the Masters was great yesterday. And Tiger looked like the old Tiger for about four seconds until he blew up. And uh, watching Rory McIlroy. Did you get a little turned on when he was starting to make his moves? I absolutely. Were you feeling it? I had golf wood. <laughs> be honest with you. He, hit a, a, he, he, had, a, he had a three wood on, on eight from like 280 and he hooked it like 90 fucking yards around some trees literally got a boner after watching that shot I, I have a boner now I go both ways <laughs> yeah yeah Ooh, absolutely yeah. well speaking about sports you know because with the Masters it's also the beginning of the baseball season yeah, yeah it is Maybe this not according a... to the New York Mets though hey hey wait a minute they're just below 500 right now so <laughs> that's they're, below they're, that's, they're the Mets that just goes without saying and I'm a Mets fan I can't believe they lost 2 out of 3 to the so Mets. fucking div- I, you know what I take a different route home so I don't have to drive past City Field Honestly, I fucking hate that place. I hate everything it's that has not, to do with the nice, Mets. I used to be facility. a Mets. Back in the strawberry uh, Gooden days, sure. I was all about the Mets, you know, because they did coke and they grew weed in the right. fucking bullpen. I was right. all about that, right? It was great. They were winning. It was They were fun to watch. Ever since those days, like, I think they went to the playoffs against, like, a few years after that, maybe 89. They went to the Dodgers, they, 88. Yeah, they, they, they went to, like, the playoffs with the Dodgers, whatever, against the Dodgers. Yeah. After that... They've been fucking they atrocious. Fell apart. Yeah, literally, like Mike Piazza came and he's like, he was okay for fucking yeah. a week, and that was about it. Mo Vaughn. Mo Vaughn. <laughs> that debacle. Fucking, they, literally, they signed a bulldog who was black. Mo Vaughn, who, who feels so bad about his performance with the Mets that now he builds low-income housing right. to help the community because he feels he let them down so bad. Right, exactly. He's the reason. Is, is that true? Is that true? I, I, he does actually do that, and I did hear him say at one point, and maybe it was a joke, that yeah, yeah I just kind of feel bad about how badly I let down New York. So you know, you know what's funny? I hear stories about how the Mets these days, uh, like uh, just uh, last week or actually over the weekend, Carlos Beltran hit like two home runs in a game or something yes, like that. Yes, he right? did. He's, he's and the manager came up to him like the in the, in the clubhouse after the game was like, "Oh man, you're doing great. You're hitting well. Yeah, you're doing good." He's like, uh, you know, let's you know, do it again tomorrow. And, and apparently they had some sort of schedule for Carlos that he would take Sundays off or something like that. Mm. So it, it, I guess after the game of hitting two home runs, he was like, nah, let's just stick to the schedule. I don't want to play tomorrow. That's the fucking Mets for you, man. Pathetic. I can't believe you're a fucking fan. Yeah. We go through this all the time, yeah. and it's repetitive on the show, but it makes me sick that you're a fan of that fucking team. There's Who just- else is a Mets fan? Yo. Everybody out. Everybody, me, I think it's me and you only. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't even watched baseball yet because I'm, I'm. It's probably for the best. It doesn't get interesting yeah, until about September. On the game, yeah. I mean, do we need? Do we really need to fucking? Uh, After the All Star break is when you want to start watching. Before then, you just kind of like yeah, you're yanking your pud. 
thought. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Kieran would appreciate that reference. It's kind of what he does all the time. My so. dick is so hard right now. So there's a uh, so you know so speaking about bad teams, Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's one thing to be a Mets fan; it's another thing to be. a I Cubs honestly fan. would rather be a Cub fan. At least yeah. the Mets have won some World Series in the last. Yeah, but they lose century. a century. The Mets are just like a fucking flea market of the fucking. Well, but at league. least at least Chicago is like a nice stadium. Kind of segue here. Okay. City Field <laughs> is a great field. I, no, I, I love sticking and hammering the Mets. <laughs> I literally would love to you do You would this. stick that in the Mets, wouldn't you? I would love to do a live broadcast right in front of the Mets dugout during a game hammering them on how they suck. <laughs> they <laughs> have them, them, yeah. them would probably agree with you. I'd have to say. <laughs> Most yeah. Mets fans would actually like to do the same thing, so I can't they're argue that point. They're rebuilding. They're rebuilding what? You're right. We should talk about the Cubs. They were 18 games behind last year. Well, and the yeah. year before that, 23. They've had do you know how many games behind they were the year before that? Three. How the fuck does that happen? How do you go from three games behind to 23? You take your good players and you get rid of them. Right. And it's also what bad clubhouse. And you have the worst medical staff in baseball. Yeah. They, they, everyone was fucking Let's tell Reyes to go run right after an injury. Anybody else play Super, super Punch-Out for SNES when you were a kid? Yeah. You know that Reyes looks like the Jamaican fucking boxer in that game. <laughs> Seriously, I know that. So I know that's a that's a, fu- that's a fucking reference. I know that some of you guys are gonna, gonna laugh at that. Somebody at home Radio is like, Land. "Oh my god, it's great!" And some of you guys are gonna fucking Google image it later and be like, yeah, "That fucking kid." You was might have just gained one fan in Iowa. For, for that, all you listeners back at home, <laughs> for that one fan in Iowa, my Twitter is the Dan Barry. Um, oh, there it is, the Dan Barry. The Dan Barry, and you can follow me on Twitter, and I'll all probably right. say something offensive. Rog, what does this video have? So, well, apparently, uh, this is a... Uh, Let's go to the fucking video. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> NPR is apparently introducing video. NPR? Yeah. Wow. NPR. So I guess they went to the Chicago Cubs game, mm. and they wanted to do, you know, that that quick quick bite of a fan at a you know baseball game because it's the start of the year. <laughs> the still image already makes it look amazing. <laughs> that one, that woman looks so depressed. I was all in when I hear that she, she made a, a reference to Alan Trammell. So for all those wow from the 80s. So NPR went to uh, Wrigley Field to get some sound bites. Fan on man on well, the street. Well, that's a video. So I guess an interview segment. Well, it's not an interview. They're just, no, they're yeah, getting, no, they were interviewed. They're getting comments right. from the fans about the opening right. day of Wrigley Field. Right. All right, I go hope ahead. she vomits. Hope she. <laughs> hey, Justin Coffin here uh, at Wrigley Field in Wrigleyville for opening day here in Chicago, April first. Uh, exciting, exciting day here. Um, you know, we one of the things about Wrigleyville that's great is that it has nothing to do with the actual baseball game. People get here at six in the morning and line up for the bars that open up. Oh, no. Sort of more of a celebration. I'm here with someone who actually waited in line to get into Yahtzee. This morning. I didn't wait. What's up? She's the drunkle at the party. Yeah, that's what uh, she is. She, you know, like that SNL fucking. Yeah. Yeah. She's that. She's that girl at the party who gives you the white girl drunk siren. That <laughs> so you know which girl's gonna give you a blowjob later. You can fucking wait for it. Like I wonder where the fucking drunk Hark. girl is. Up oh, three o'clock. <laughs> if she's listening, I want her to call in on the drunk call hotline later right. on. At this point, it's really just the visual. Hopefully, we get some audio from her. But, oh uh, no, she starts talking. Oh, okay. In line, I slept un- under the one of the. Ta- I went last night. I slept under one of the tables overnight. Oh, wow, then. So I was right. technically in it before they even. I want well, her so uh, bad. Your, your name is Colleen. Hanneman, what is it? What what brings you back to Wrigley Field to Wrigley Field? Uh, hip hop. Um, 
I want to know, can somebody put subtitles on this? Anybody speak drunk Chicago whore? Anybody have it? I don't fucking have it. I, I, I think I didn't study that in college. I have no fucking clue what she said. He, he does. My, my, my friends call me Hunnaman. And, uh, he, he does speak drunk Sheboygan whore, though. Right. Yeah. I blew an 86 cub uh, waiting on line. There, there really is nothing. I fucked the bat boy in 94. There's nothing more annoying than an ugly drunk chick. <laughs> it's, it's, that's pretty much the yeah, most annoying thing yeah, on the planet. And if she's fat, that's a lot more annoying. I'm surprised then, this guy from NPR. She's sweating. I'm surprised this guy from NPR doesn't even freaking realize that uh, you know he should cut this clip and go. All right, let's find somebody else. It's no, kind of like I think that he's like this is going to get a lot of hits and people right. will realize that NPR will have a fucking video yeah, station. Exactly. And he's a fucking genius. Exactly. Despite the fact that he should be wearing a fucking hat because I could see, I could see my reflection at the top of his dome. Oh, I, I disagree. NPR doesn't go for this stuff kind of stuff. They just want. They really want. Want the fucking the the, 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 dry. Dad, the dad with the kid taking him to his first baseball game type? They don't want this. I'm surprised this guy even fucking this is great. Film this shit. So, well, he maybe thought for for us. He probably wants to get fired. That's why. Oh, oh wait, I, I, I want. Oh, wait, play this. I see. The wings, the beer deals, just like usually like hot guys that are like up for anything. Great, great right. fucking Those NPR poor audio. fucking guys are being assaulted by this fucking uh, Wookiee. That's the last thing they want. That's they wake up, they're like, what is a shaved Wookiee doing under that table? <laughs> At, um, like, the bus, the bus brings me here. Bus. I'm like, I'm fine. Oh, this is a fucking bus. You're like, what brings you here? See, she said, what brings you here? And she's, you know, he said, what brings you here? And she said, a bus. Ah, I see what so she's, she's there. She's pretty genius. That's I, the funny bell. I can't. I mean, it's a visual. I can't get around her teeth. I, I could have thought mess. that she was coming in a limo, actually. But oh my <laughs> god! Well, what about the actual game? I mean, this is a big game. Uh, yeah, the game's great. Yeah, game's totally great. We're gonna win it. It's gonna happen. You think the Cubs are gonna do it this year? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Who's your favorite player on the Cubs? Uh, Fugadami. Um, yeah. Real quick, and then and maybe Charlie can back up. They've yeah. got these nice little things here. Can you name one of these players? So now there's no. on the on the side of Wrigley Field. Now she's apparently a big Chicago Cope fan. Uh, but, See where this is gonna go. But he, here's the thing: this is where his genius comes in. He's like, this bitch is so drunk. I could literally point to anybody, and she'd probably think it's fucking Tiger. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> right. That one looks like my dad. I'd fuck him though. One of these players. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, anyway. Ryan Sandberg is one of them. Sandberg is one of them. Sandberg is one of them. He's one of them. Um, <laughs> He's giving up. He's uh, one of them. Uh, oh, he's one of them. Uh, Harry Carey. And one of them is Harry Carey, so there you go. So, Hold on, she said, uh, is one of them Harry Carey? <laughs> Like, oh, why would he be on the fucking wall? Is like, Harry Curry really there? Or no, no, those are all players. Those are all yeah, now players. Oh, well, that's what we call yeah. drunk whore. Yeah, <laughs> the funny part about it, she, she answered one question with a series of questions. Hey, is, um... I like the show. Yeah. <laughs> just keeps keep Is Jay-Z on that board? No, you no. fucking... It's like when our listeners ask her, uh, we ask Rosa, why do you listen? And they go, I, I don't know. I don't know why I listen. That's right. If the moon were made of spare ribs, would you eat it? <laughs> I would. So there you go. So, so you excited? Are you going? Do you have tickets for the game? No. So you're just, <laughs> no, I don't get 
get tickets. I don't ever buy tickets. It's nothing I do where I show up and I like have fun at a party. What's up? And um, then. Hold on, wait, hit pause, hit pause. That was definitely a cop radio, like, waiting to arrest her for being drunk. <laughs> yeah, he just, like, finished the interview so I could take this bitch back to fucking jail. Somebody fucking let her loose. Look at that screenshot you got right there. Yeah, oh, she looks God. adorable. Yeah. I just threw up a little bit Here's in my mouth. Somebody you feeling it, Karen? I hope she never sucks a dick. <laughs> somebody, somebody Those teeth can right wreak havoc on some poor guy's mandingo, and I don't... <laughs> I've got gingivitis of the scrotum. Right. She's got gingivitis. Yeah. Just the vagina. And, um, then, and then at the last minute, I'm like, I don't have a ticket. And then usually, like, some guy's like, oh, I've got an extra ticket. And then I'm like, well, whoa, are you married? And then, he, and, like, either he'll say, sometimes he says yes, and sometimes he says no. And depending, and wow. then I'm like, what kind of car do you drive? This is really and profound. he says, what? I mean, oh, hit pause. Yeah, wait, wait. There's a lot happening. So yeah, hold on. We have to explain that for the people at home. Um, this drunk whore, hold on, wait, wait. This drunk whore who can't afford tickets for Wrigley Field is literally complaining that sometimes she has to ask guys what type of car they drive so she knows whether or not she'll sit with them. Right. You got there on a bus. <laughs> When the fuck you you And you slept under a table overnight. Right. Yeah. Why? You, you don't Why? get you she doesn't even have tickets. Right. You don't even get to, to complain. He could be driving a fucking Nova and you'd have to go, I'll sit in the bleachers with you, because you have no fucking ticket and you took a bus there. That's a classy lady. Kieran, what would you do if this this was a broad that came up to you? I'd be already. I would have shot him with a bear in my taser. seat inside the stadium right now. It depends on whether or not he's been <laughs> chugging beers. Karen, no, no, Karen. No, Karen would be the master of like completely not here. Oh wait, you were talking like you would just be completely by no, someone else would say, "Yo, that chick was talking." What? What? No. I if that know. thing would have come over and talked to me, I'd probably hit it because I don't know what it is. <laughs> nah, I know. To poke it with a stick. She looks like a linebacker. I don't want to fucking talk to that. Oh my god! And then I'm like, "What kind of car do you drive?" And then if he says, "What?" I mean, if he tells me the truth, I don't know if this is the truth or not. So then I'm like, "Where are your seats?" And then usually he'll be like, "They're super good." And I'm like, "What does that mean?" And then we'll she's like, apparently gone through this several oh my times. God. This isn't a one-time scenario. The fact that she says this happens every time. That means everyone who she talks to is a moron because that was the most long and arduous process to find out what your fucking ticket what was. Guys are being like, "Yeah, I want to roll with this." What kind of car do you drive? Do you drive a fucking minivan? Because if you have a minivan, I'm not gonna sit with you. Of course, you could be lying about driving the minivan. So, uh, what kind of seats do you have? <laughs> do you have a couch I can sleep on? <laughs> I'll settle for a bathtub. Right. <laughs> and then usually he'll be like, they're super good. And I'm like, what super does that good. mean? And then we'll like get in there. And like eight times out of ten, he'll, he'll be like a girl there. He'll be like his wife. Or like one time this guy had kids and his twins. There's no there. way. So no eight times out of ten. Eight so at minimum ten times has broad gone through these scenarios. Are there any women in Chicago? So wait, wait, wait. This woman is begging for a fucking ticket and then she gets picky about it? I just want a ticket and um, I asked a whole lot of questions about whether I could sit with you even though I slept under a fucking table and took a bus to the fucking Wrigley Field. Well, I understand her dilemma. She she goes in with what, a guy the and then the dilemma? wife's there. The wife's there. Time out, time out. You just said dilemma. Yeah. Her dilemma is she sleeps under tables to drink at Wrigley Field. The tickets are the last of that issue. Well, you know. Hold on. 
what she's saying. She, what whatever, she's, what she's, she's slurring. Here, it, what she's none, slurring. None of this ever happens. This <laughs> never happens. She's lying. She just made no it. Oh, no, 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 no. She's not a liar. Take that back. Take that. You have no evidence. No way somebody's bringing in those teeth to fucking Ricky Field. You have no. Look, look, look. Honestly, I've given a person with Down syndrome money for candy. What makes you think they don't think she's retarded? I don't, uh, that's all I'm saying. That's a very valid point. Like not for nothing on the bus. It's not. She didn't say it wasn't. She didn't say it wasn't a short bus. She didn't say she didn't lick the window the entire way there. She's fucking. (laughs) I was licking it for warmth. (laughs) It tasted like outside. Tastes like sunny. <laughs> I like tickets to the Cubs games. I ask guys if they have cars, and then they say, "Well, we have a kid's seat," and I sit in it, and I wear a helmet. And I'm adorable. Bitch, that's my table. So guys are fucking trying to twist their stories just so they can hang with this bro. So how, how what about, is, what's wrong with about, the guys? What type of fucking father would look at his kids and go, it's worth lying about you to sleep with that? <laughs> yeah. How, how, Dude, how so ugly true. is this guy's kid? <laughs> like, what type of monsters is he bringing to the game that that looks much more appealing Oh my goodness! So maybe she is lying. I don't think she's lying. I can't say she's lying. I'm gonna take it at face value because it's amazing, and drunk people always tell the truth. <laughs> That's true. Drunk That's people, true. Uh, alcohol is the is the truth serum, and she's like it's one size guy. He brought his twins to the gay, and he's like, who knows why they call you daddy? And he's like, That's our joke. What joke would you have with twins? Like, so I fucked him under Rudy. my table, and it was lovely. It is a pretty detailed story. Yeah, that's a lot to go up. into. Although there is that I think rule. She's full of shit. There yeah. is that rule that if you're ever making an excuse for something, the minute it goes beyond one step, mm. it's a lie. Like if you go, oh, why are you late today? Oh, I was stuck in traffic, and then some old lady stood in front of my car for ten minutes, and then I had the hot dog guy got into a fight in the middle of the street. The minute it goes past that, like we were stuck in traffic, yeah. it's bullshit. Right, right. So the fact that she has like nineteen different stories about random guys she tried to <laughs> blow to get tickets to the fucking bleachers in Wrigley Field, I I think she might be, but she I'd rather I'd sure. rather assume she's not lying because it makes it that much better to me. That's true. That's true. It does make it, it does make the story. Picture what a her, wonderful world. <laughs> Picture her. Joke. And so then, but whatever. Depending on what the girl looks like, I'll just fight her. All right. Well, well, come on. Well, 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 depending on how the girl looks like, I'll fight her. Really? <laughs> why? Why? Depending. Oh, on that's your husband. Like. I'm gonna punch you in the face about that. So I want- she's unattractive. She's like, all right, I'll. You know, I'll Wh- let you know. No, which means if that's true, she's fighting everybody because everybody looks better than her. Right, yeah, not for nothing. My nuts look better than her. My nuts are fucking gross. Nuts are gross. Nobody who here looks at their balls and goes, Oh, my balls are beautiful. My balls are gross. They're balls. His They're balls not- just happened to look like Richard you Nixon. Said you got nice set before, right? What, my what? Your nuts, right? No, I'm don't you like your nuts? No. Who likes your fucking nuts? They get in the way. I sit on mine all the time. It's uh, it's rough. I've slept on my sack. It's fucking terrible. I have a giant sack, like literally. Congrats. That's it's, we call no. them potato sacks in our family. Yeah, I don't teabag bitches. I potato sack them. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a beanbag. Yeah, all right, well, that's that's what we call a soundbite in the business. Uh, all right, well, we're here opening day. Do you need me to day. talk longer? No, no, I oh. think uh, the right uh, We're here opening day, Wrigley Field, April 1st, uh, against the Pirates. Wait, uh, where is this going to be on? Like, it's going to be on WBEZ, which is NPR. WBEZ? They should defund that. All right. What is this, Russia? Where right. it's like everything's for free and you stand in line and everybody gets bread? All right. No. Here Get comes, a job and, and then make people. It's like what, I got to pay for uh, HBO on birth control. So why, <laughs> why would uh, public radio be free? So there's Whoa. HBO, birth control, and NPR. And we know for a fact that waiting in line for bread is wrong. She is birth control. <laughs> What is this, Russia? What is this, Russia? I gotta pay for birth control on the oh, HBO and I get free radio? <laughs> Fuck. That theory made no sense. Look, if that chick, gets, if that chick gets knocked up, I'm the first person to abort her. She is oh, useless. I, I gotta say, if I could get free HBO, I would take free HBO. Yes! So yeah. I don't know where she's going with this line of thinking. And Mother Russia birth controls you. Yeah, apparently she's got a... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> She's got a real problem with uh, standing online. Well, at least we know she's in a full fucking true American. Well, she I think that that's, as long as we understand she's no fucking communist, this woman who looks for handouts and sleeps under tables, <laughs> she is mean? an American. She's what a red-blooded. What was she trying to say? Like, what is this, Russia, free radio, and I pay for HBO and birth control. Like, what is that? What is that? But she does mean? not pay for Cubs tickets. Let's yeah. keep this in yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. Cubs tickets she gets yeah, for free, right. but, hey, but birth control takes precedence. Birth control and HBO are like her top two. Like, if she has to go, it's like itemize your deductions this year. HBO's fucking one, and then birth, birth control's an obvious second. Because I don't want any babies. Oh my god! I, I just want to point out that she looks like she's about to stomp off in a huff yeah. because she's talking to someone from NPR. You're telling me you you can sleep under tables and take a bus here, take handouts, get into fights with guys' wives. Yeah, right. But you are too good to be on NPR. <laughs> you are class. Either that's sad for NPR, or this bitch is just too classy for all of us. <laughs> I think in finishing school, they teach you a right hook and how to make a bed underneath a fucking table. <laughs> I'm almost positive that that's how you balance books in your head, and then you use those books as a pillow when you're sleeping under a picnic table outside Wrigley Field. It comes with a PhD, actually. She looks like Marla Hooch. <laughs> I was going to go with Debbie Downer, like a taller version. Oh womp, womp. <laughs> looks, like, looks like it's me and you, turkey. Womp, womp. All right, well, Henneman, thank you. Good luck this season. Henneman. Yeah, you and, go Cubs! Uh, go Cubs, alright. Signing off. Wait, you, got, wait, wait, you, got, you got tickets? <laughs> no. Yes. Did you hear that? Did you signal? Here, let me back it up here. Well, Henneman, thank you. Good luck this season. Go Cubs! Go Cubs, alright. Signing off. That's the cop. You signal? No. Yes, I've got an answer. Tell my wife. Is she here? She's not here. <laughs> I don't think this is real. I think this is a bit. That's gotta be scripted. Yeah, the whole thing's a bit. I don't know. It's fucking look. I honestly want to dismiss this as a bit. I do. But I think the bit would have ended if she goes, So are you single? I think it should have cut there if it was a bit, because then it went on a little bit too long and became awkward and he was like, Cut. But she asked for the tickets. No, but, and that no, was the, no, but I think the, bri- the brilliant fucking part about this woman is that she just described 
how much of a whore she is. She described how much of a loser she is. And she still turned to this dude and was like, so you take it? So you go to the game, he's single. It's a total bit curious, It's a right? bit. I mean, I know you work no, for I, like... I, I, that's why I wasn't really saying much, because I didn't fucking buy it from a, from a jump. I mean, the guy went on... Like, I would not... If I'm a real reporter for NPR, I'm walking... I'm going, fuck this, I'm out of here. I'll get fired for fucking you know, bringing and this I, in. I gotta say, he says cut now. Yeah, he says cut now. now? After all that. I, I don't know. I, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm on the bit bandwagon. On that I, I, yeah. no, look, I honestly think it's a bit, but it's much funnier to imagine it's not. And that's what I do. I'm, maybe I'm just too fucking hopeful that I'm like, maybe it's maybe. not a bit. It's because you've been a professional wrestling fan your whole life. and you kinda, Look, everything's a work to me. Everything. I, fucking UFC, the fucking 9-11, it's all fucking work to me. I think everything's a fucking I think everything's a work. Every, wrestlers all believe that everything is everything's a work. A work. Everything's yeah. fake. I, this, to me, it's fake. But in the same token, I really want it to be real. Like Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, drunk chick at the Wrigley game. Total work. I want this to all be real. Rach had a good line. This is how Kesha got discovered. <laughs> By the way, I saw a picture of Kesha in a fucking bikini. Oh, she oh. look. She looks like a monster. She looks like uh, oh. chicken cutlet. No, yeah, you're right. You are. Exactly. She looks like she looks like John Travolta when she's not wearing makeup. Literally, what a visual. Seriously, the body of a fucking chicken cutlet. Could it. somebody look up John Travolta Kesha and Google images, please, and just look at the image of the Wait, two what of them? Are we looking for John Travolta Kesha. Yeah, they look the same. They look exactly the same. Body type or face? No face. Face. Kesha. There look, is no look, body. Look, look, it's just jello. It's right there. It's right there. Look right there. Top left. Look at that. Tell me those this. two. Yeah. Tell me this. That's fucking weird. That's weird. You never see them in the same place. Look I'm just this. fucking saying. Don't touch this. my hair. Oh, Kesha. That's the one I was talking about. That's Look at her. Kesha looks like they stapled her skin to her shoulders and just let it hang off. Well, you know, that's kind of actually probably how John Travolta looks in a big movie. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, SpongeBob Square Kesha. She's gross. How how to find? uh, It's amazing that she has a career in these days with looking the way she does. Yeah, it's too bad they can't auto tune her ass. That's disgusting. Put that. Look, yeah, chicken cutlet, right with legs. That's uh, what that is. Uh, no, I'd fuck a chicken cutlet over this. <laughs> I think I'm gonna stop eating fucking. I chicken give my cutlet. dick salmonella before I went anywhere near that whore. Yeah, it, it's one pop star. Just yeah. Blip, I, blip. The girl's fucking her. Fuck. Her ass is melting. Her ass looks like droopy she's, dog. She, she looks <laughs> like she's sixty. Oh my. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. She should not be. In a so oh, wait, 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 wait. So let's get this straight. She's talentless. She okay. can't sing. She can't dance. Her songs are stupid. And she looks terrible naked. Why is she famous? Right. She, she probably sucks a mean cock. That's all I gotta fuck. Uh, I have no idea. Fair enough. That, would you that could let, get me recording contract? I'm in. Wait, look. She <laughs> looks nothing. This is her, like, done up. Yeah, wow. Airbrush is amazing. Yeah, well, yeah. Photoshop, Photoshop is a god. It's yeah. fucking amazing. I've been airbrushed in Photoshop. And when she, I had that photo shoot, I, had, I was 195 pounds. I, I was huge. They photoshopped half my belly off. He called wow. 195 pounds huge. I fucking weigh 198. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're in better shape. Oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I have a gut. And I rest my gut on your girlfriend's back when I fuck her doggy style. I, and I was oh, naked oh, in my geez. show. I'm just kidding. That's not true. You don't even have a girlfriend. You're married. I didn't even have a girlfriend. Yeah, so I didn't say wife. <laughs> that was the work. <laughs> that was work. See, that was fake. That was a gimmick, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
Unbelievable. All right. Well, there you go. Right there it is. That's the gimmick horn. What's the matter, Kieran? Huh? You seem a little uh, no, no, depressed. No, Oriented. No, no, oh, he no, just, right. he just right. saw Kesha's droopy ass. Yeah. He's a minute to recover. <laughs> it's hard to speak and fight through a gag reflex. You know what, Andrew? <laughs> I do not see need to see more pictures of Kesha. What am I fucking... You're alone on that one. Can we Send bring up an way. image comparison of Kesha's ass and droopy dog? No, 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 you know you gotta look at... Look at... Here's a good one. Compare way, Fer... Kendra sounds like when she type farts. In, type, type in Fergie E.T. <laughs> Somebody look up Fergie E.T. on image... On Google Images. All right, images? Yeah. Wait, right there. Top left. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck does this? How amazing is that? You gotta put that on the board or something. Yeah, there's there's a split shot of fucking ET and Fergie Neil wearing exactly the same like, hat. Like, well, the, we have exactly a winner, ladies like, and gentlemen. We have a winner. Unfucking believable. Oh boy. Oh my god, I love it. Man, love the internet. That those fucking makeup artists are fucking geniuses in Hollywood, man. Dude, they have to shoot makeup at her from a fucking rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pee it like a Jackson yeah. Pollock Unbelievable. deal. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. All right. Well, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back sure. on lunaticradio.com show. Still going to get to some stuff right after this. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, this is Misbehaving from Kansas, and I masturbate to lunaticradio.com. Woo! <laughs> Soldier Boy, tell him he's the one that had the uh, yeah. the Superman that Ho song, yeah, right? I remember that. That was a classic. So, right. he, so he, what, he, what kind of a song did he make about Michael Vick? Or should I just hear it and and I think make my should, comments I think afterwards? Hear it so, no intro to the song. This I, is this Soldier Boy, Michael Vick song. Mike V, Mike V, Mike V, Mike. Is this it? V, Mike, sort of. V, Mike V, Mike. Get to it! Mike, V, Mike, swag. When I hit the club, swag. They holler, Mike, V, Mike, V, swag, dog, swag. Guns round, first round. I know you like it. Yes. Already said bitch. Yes. This could be Thug Gay. This is her first glimpse of what Thug Gay Rap thug is. Thug Gay Rap? Oh, it's a new genre. Thug Gay well, Rap. Boy thinks outside the box. Yeah, sure he does. <laughs> he ain't going anywhere near a box. Money! The uh, the number one comment uh, is this: He ain't serious with this shit, right? <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm not trying to just make joke. I don't yeah. know what that is. Yeah, that what is that? Did he even rhyme? Is he saying anything? Is, is, is he honest? Like, and I'm not. I'm, again, I'm not. Uh, is he retarded? I'm, yeah, that was. I'm not trying to make a joke. I mean, does he like have a like a mental? Because this deficiency. If this wasn't a guy who sold 
millions of albums or you would actually think that this this could be a mentally challenged person. Yeah. I'm the main sweat on Mike V. Mike V. I make hits. I make hits. I'm NFL first round pick. Mike V. Mike V. Mike V. Mike V. You know what's scary? He's making Ron Artest look like a legitimate rapper. That's the fucking problem here. I'm at 148, and this whole thing is five minutes long. It's nauseating. Holy shit. How do people enjoy this? I don't know. (laughs) It's fucking frustrating, dude. It is disturbing. What's annoying is this fucking asshole... There are dudes out there, I don't care if you can fucking put together pipes or something, there are fucking people out there with legitimate fucking labor skills. They have skills. If this dude's fucking swimming in cash, and he can't put together two words, other than Mike Vick. He spent more money on tattoos on his body than probably some people make in a year. His retirement plan is tattooed on him. Fucking jackass. Kieran, this is Washington Willie. And Arizona We do. We love your show, bro. Every watch we got in the U.S. Coast Guard, we're watching your show. We're listening to your show. And we're down with your show, bro. And we just want to be on the radio. And we are LunaticRadio.com. So I just killed yeah. a man. Miss some of the live show? Be sure to check us out on iTunes and download the show located in the podcast directory under comedy. That's Lunatic Radio, iTunes, podcast, comedy category. Because we're... F- That's lunaticradio.com forward slash iTunes to download the show. And now back to the show. Lunaticradio.com Everybody, LunaticRadio.com show. Prince William is getting married on my birthday, Rock. Not good. Why? No, I'm not going to get any happy birthdays. That's what I'm thinking. Oh. This fucker's getting married on my birthday. And he's inviting four ex-girlfriends to his wedding. That I don't understand. You I do. You can only do that you when do? you're a prince, yeah. I guess. Explain. Fuck it, rub it in. That's what it is. He's just saying, "Look what I'm doing, and you're not here." Yeah, I, but I don't think he needs to rub it in anymore. He's the fucking prince. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, anything ever. Yeah, yeah. but not, not really. He's not the the handsome prince. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just the he's, fucking prince. It doesn't matter. He's marrying a hot chick. He wants his ex girlfriend to see. Like I could be dating a mediocre girl. I still parade her around my fucking exes. Whatever. You're that guy. Yeah, well, I don't give a shit. I'm heartless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Long Island has a serial killer. Everybody. Wait, that was it. We're done with that story. We're on to the next one now. Why? What, what's, what, that's all right. about it. Okay. That's all in that. Okay, next story. Yeah. Uh, Long Island has a serial killer. By the way, hold on. Radio critic, radio critic. No, I wasn't being a critic. I was just making sure we were done. I don't know. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Well, that was more of a goddess. Well, he's a fucking prince. What other fucking publicity does he need? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't need anything. Fuck right? it. He lives in the palace. Suck yeah. my dick. <laughs> Getting married? Really? On my yeah. birthday, we covered all the topics. Him? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. sell those. I sell those pictures for millions. <laughs> Never work again. <laughs> yeah, Long Island has a serial killer. This happens around the country from time to time. People, uh, you know, meet up with some individual and they fucking slice them up and throw them in a fucking dumpster. 
here on Long Island, they are on the beach and they're all women in hookers, right? Is that apparently what the story is? Yeah, the rumor is that they're all prostitutes. Craigslist. One of these uh, meeting on the internet, uh, set up a little transaction deal, meeting okay. place. They meet up, go on a date, and instead of getting fucked, you get diced up and uh, thrown into a swamp. You ever get like anything from Craigslist, like a fucking couch or anything? Nothing ever good uh, from Craigslist. Yeah, you from, never get anything good from Craigslist, so why the fuck would you look for a prostitute on Craigslist? I just sold my motorcycle on Craigslist. You sold it? Yeah. Was your motorcycle in shitty condition? A brand new, 300 miles. What? It was, was, was it going Ninja. too fast for you? No, I just never rode it. Oh. I fell once and I never did it again. Ow. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah. But it turns out he called one of the girls' uh, families. Yeah, he did. He said, uh, do you know what your sister is doing? She's a whore. And hung up. Well, that was me. Oh. I want to apologize. That was me, actually. You know what? That's kind of, that, that's kind of weird. Maybe he's uh, he watched the movie Seven a couple times. Oh, he's doing the uh, what's what? in the box? What's get, in the box? He's getting some inspiration. <laughs> yeah, All right, here's a story from ABC. It is a case now making national headlines, and tomorrow investigators on New York's Long Island move their search to another stretch of deserted beach, looking for more murder victims. Eight bodies have been found hidden there so far, and tonight investigators wonder could the suspect be one of their own? Here's Jeremy Hubbard. For investigators, it is an unthinkable prospect. Could the Long Island serial killer be one of their own? could be law enforcement. It could be someone that works uh, a civil servant. That uh, could be a code enforcement person. Could be a building inspector. Could be a post postman. Whoever killed these four women, all prostitutes who'd advertised on Craigslist, and four other unidentified victims had detailed knowledge of specific police techniques. Investigators believe the killer made taunting phone calls to the victims' families, short calls so they couldn't be traced. And they were phoned in from places like Times Square, a clever trick because even if police did track the call here and check surveillance video, they couldn't possibly pinpoint one cell phone caller in a crowded place like this. The trick for investigators, figuring out if it's actually a police insider or someone who learned these methods from watching TV. Learn the methods by watching CSI and all those other things. You mean where they make up half the things that they're capable of doing? That's what TV's for. You know, you get to learn how to uh, bomb shit and uh, become a terrorist or serial killer. Whatever you want to do, you just watch the tube. Maybe this is all a work. This is all set up. <laughs> well, I believe it. Just he for killed, ratings. He killed a kid, a child, an what? infant. Yeah, the 13th, uh, it's reported that the 13th uh, victim is a child or an infant. Wow. Is that a different one? Because they said eight in a story here. Yes, this 12th victim of the Long Island Ripper is a child. Oh, now you give him a nickname. Now they get, are you sure you're looking yeah. at the same one? That's not cool. I don't know. You don't give him nicknames. Yeah, this is it. Uh, police sources have revealed to the New York Post that one doesn't match the other. It's a young person, possibly a child or an infant. Serial killers usually stick with an You can clearly look at hours and hours of police shows on television and pick up all sorts of tips about how to elude the police. This week, police will try to piece together more of the puzzle, comparing notes with investigators in Atlantic City, where four similar prostitute murders from 2006 remain unsolved. Jeremy Hubbard, what ABC that News, noise? New York. That's the actual story. And they, 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 you know, they make they a sound some, effect. Some fucking annoying. I was getting worried. I'm like, what is that? 56-degree modem sound effect for their story. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, it's, I thought you someone know, was trying to act, hack into their old AOL account. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know, honestly, imagine, like, okay, imagine this guy gets caught, right? Okay. Let's say in the next four months this guy gets caught, and his friends are brought into fucking CNN. How much would it suck for those guys? 
I don't feel bad for the Ripper right now. Right, like, I'm yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, like his, I, his I heard friends. serial killer on the Long Long Island. I started thinking about all my friends who could possibly be that fucking guy. I have a friend oh, who geez. fits that stereotype. I have a friend that legitimately Ronnie fits Bean. a serial killer stereotype. He lives in the basement. He has an arsenal of weapons, likes to collect knives, has a cabin in the woods, keeps mostly to himself. His neighbors are described as a fairly nice guy. Right. If it turns out it's him, I'm going to be so pissed because I'm in so many fucking pictures with that guy. <laughs> he pretty much described everybody that lives in Mastic. It yeah, could be I'm, any one of those fucking... I'm literally going to be on fucking CNN having to answer questions about it. You didn't know he was a fucking murderer? No. You saw his arsenal. You didn't say anything? Fuck, I thought he was a hunter. Have you ever seen him hunt? No. I'm fucked. I just who, feel bad for those people. Who, who, uh, what beach was it? Gilgo? Beach? Gilgo. Gil- and where's that? Is that like kind of by Jones Beach? I'm only serial killers go there. I've never fucking got to Gilgo it's, Beach. It's, no, it's not that far. It's like uh, in between. It's on Robert Nassau or Suffolk. Robert Moses. Robert, Robert, Robert Moses. So yeah. Nassau County? No, no Suffolk. Suffolk County? Yeah. And all Craigslist hooker type broods. Western Suffolk. Police suspect that it is Kieran. Brian. He does kind of fit the profile. You know what? I can't carry bitches. There's no way I'm fucking doing that. I'm, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. I that's, one, that's one fucking job I can never do, being a serial killer. Too much fucking work, man. But and then a kid, you know? Plotting and planning. Yeah. I'm playing video games. I don't got time for that shit. Yeah, no. I'd rather fucking jerk off than fucking slice some bitch off and put her in a fucking... Man, I'm too lazy for that. I'm too lazy to be a fucking serial killer. Fucking pathetic take, is that? It takes motivation to be a serial yeah, it's killer. It's a lot of work, you know? I mean, Dahmer was a fucking motivated bitch. Dahmer was taking him home. Yeah, he went all the way. He one guy, one guy got away. Yeah, we're not glorifying this entire yeah. thing at all. We're, yeah. We gotta, you know, it's not. It's a hard job. So Dahmer, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dahmer was like he would kill the motherfucker and go. All right, how can I really get away with this? I guess I'm just gonna eat him. Yeah. I'll eat him. Yeah, I'm with him on that. I'm gonna dig through my shit and. Find DNA evidence? I don't think so. I got a stomach like a motherfucker. Put a dog Break in the that basket. shit down. Well, didn't he fuck him first too? Yeah, he went yeah. all. He, so he, I mean, like, he had you know, his went all out. He went a little party. So, I mean, that's the worst day of that guy's life. Oh. It's like, man, I got fucked, killed, and eaten. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly a good day. Did he? War- did, I want to know if if Dahmer warmed up on like ham sandwiches or something. You know, he just kind of went to town on one, then cut it up, then ate it. You know. Father Brian, you're going way too far into this. I don't like yeah, this. It's possible. I feel uncomfortable. How does one eat people? Do you cook them, microwave it? It's a cook. Put it on a put it on a loaf of bread. Yeah, I think I put them in a microwave and put it on a defrost. Microwave, microwave defrost. <laughs> yeah, defrost. speed the frost. Speed the frost. Cold bitch won't let me eat her. Yeah. I prefer yeah. them stewed, actually. Stewed. Yeah, but it's interesting because you haven't really heard the uh, term serial killer, killer in a while, right? You know, Long Island was due for a miniseries. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So, we haven't had yeah, one since the fucking Amy, Amy Fisher thing. Yeah. yeah, It's been a long time, so we need one. We need a lifetime movie about this guy. That's right. ASAP. Yeah. And that's what it will be. Starring Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. She'll be one yeah. of the victims, thank God. <laughs> yeah, but they say it might be a cop, which is interesting, I guess. Yeah. You know, so yeah, but, well, yeah, but if it's a cop who's who's in the city, it's it, I don't believe that. City cops are so fucking lazy; they don't even get out of their cars now. It's true. So I don't think it was a fucking city cop. I don't think it was a cop. I think it's probably just some guy who's addicted to television and murders people. Mm-hmm. Has a van. Why don't we just why don't we look for all the commercial vans that don't actually do any commercial work and we just narrow it down that way because they have to hide them somewhere. It's interesting how they do that though nowadays. Pretty much everything's blamed on the TV. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all violence. I mean, all violence is. Uh, I do a bit on this actually, but like all violence is blamed on video games and television. And I can assure you, I was violent way before I played video games or even watched television. 
Yeah, Seriously. but it, it, it is an interesting point because, at least with this, because you can, you know, literally, I mean, it's kind of lazy, but you can blame it on the TV because you can really learn how to be, uh, you know, a killer by just watching certain fucking shows. You can watch the first 48 to see how you can get rid of it on the A&E. You can watch uh, CSI and all those other Law and Order and all those motherfucking things and I mean, they're all dramatized, but still, you can pick up little tidbits here and here, here yeah, and there. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I think that it's just so lazy to be like, oh, it's got to be television. Like, this guy's probably just a fucking psycho. Oh, like, yeah. Obviously, he's a psycho, it's but like, he can oh, pick up tips of becoming like, a good psycho by watching TV. Even if they pick up a fingerprint, if this guy has no fucking prior record, no one's going to know. Like, oh, it's a fingerprint. We can attach this to ones of millions of people who haven't been fingerprinted in New York State. Or, right. You know, like... I don't know. Maybe it's Crazy Clown. How'd the mob get rid of fucking... I mean, the mob just used to fucking kill people, and they would never appear again. Yeah, they're in no the East River. No one would ever fucking find them. They're in the water. That's. I mean, if this guy just dumped bodies in the water, the problem is he wanted to be found. He wants to get caught. Is that true, you think? You think yeah, he absolutely. wanted to be found? Is yeah, that why he put any, Anybody could fucking throw something in the river, and no one will ever see it again, or all evidence that would be on the body is then washed away. If, if this guy didn't want to be caught, he wouldn't put it on a beach where people fucking go. So he wants to be caught. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. There's no glory. There's no glory in not being line. caught. Or he's lazy. But he doesn't seem like he's lazy because he's he going through this extent he of... He fucking huffs him out to Gilgo Beach. I mean, yeah. unless he lives on Gilgo Beach. Right. Maybe he's fucking him on the beach. Well, he, you know what? He took her out for a date there, fucks her, and then just kind of kills her and buries her in the sand next to the other dead hookers. You're right. He doesn't want He does want to get caught because he's making those little fucking phone calls to the family. Yeah, he wants shit. to get caught. The guy wants to get caught, and eventually he'll be come out and he'll find out who it was, and then his entire family will be interviewed on fucking Dateline, and we'll all have to deal with it for six months, and it's fucking retarded, well, but... He, even a serial killer has to have the me, 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 I, I, I thing. Yeah, that's that weird. They need the granted, like, the self-fucking-indulgence. Serial killers still need that. When I found out that... Tire they're tension whores. Yeah, you're when I found out whore. that Snooki got paid $32,000 to speak at Rutgers, I decided to kill people to get myself right. famous. Yeah, teach his own. He probably was trying to fucking kill hookers up until he can get to Snooki. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably on Craigslist. I can get her. Unbelievable, you motherfucker. I hope those chicks are smart enough to get paid ahead of time. <laughs> but they can't do anything with the money because they're dead. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Unbelievable. What other stories are going on? Uh, not much. Donald Trump running for president and all that like crap. Who gives a crap? Who cares Donald about Donald Trump? Every four years, he goes, I'm going to be president. He never fucking does. Who cares? Yeah. Let's give him more attention. He has gold buildings. Fuck that guy. Why pay attention to him? Well, that's that's what he does every year. I don't understand why we'll give him so much credit now these days. Yeah, and everyone makes it a year. big fucking stink. It's like we're in three separate wars. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. We're we're occupying in and three they, separate countries. And, and that gets more... And the fact that Donald Trump is considering potentially running for president gets more fucking airtime than anything else. If I was Obama, really, because he was going after the whole fucking... Uh, whether Obama has a fucking... It was legally born in the United States or some shit like that or has a uh, uh, United States birth certificate. I, If I was Obama, I would just go after fucking Donald's hair. That's what I would do. Just go back after the hair because I, you can't tell me that guy's got fucking real hair. But, but my, I think it's beautiful. Obama. No fucking Trump. <laughs> are you well, pay, are you real. on this planet? It is real, but it's like two strands of hair that's he that he's wrapped around his head. Uh, honestly, I, 
the, my big thing is that everyone goes to Obama and goes, is that a real birth certificate? Like, uh, do you think that the government has a better, doesn't have a better system of checks and balances than some jackass with a gold building or some dumb twat from, from Alaska? Like, yeah, I think the government went, let's check this guy's background. Yeah, this checks out. Like, why, why are we so concerned about it if the, you know, the government that, that decides if he can even be eligible to run president went, oh yeah, we're good. Like, You've got a CIA, you have an FBI, you have a Secret Service, you have all these institutions that would do that kind of background check, and what? They 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 just don't count anymore? Right, right. Uh, whatever. Well, that's what's annoying about it. I mean, people were sitting here listening to fucking Donald Trump, who's got a fucking reality show on TV, and he's gloating about how he's running for fucking president, this and that. Why are we even giving this guy fucking credit? He's got a lot of bucks. Just shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something out there. I'm going to throw this out there, and you guys can agree with me or disagree with me. Um, I've Disagree. Not, I've noticed. Oh. I've noticed over time that nobody in any political party has any of the right answers. Am I wrong in this? No, you're, no, you're not. Right. So I've decided that I'm going to nominate my gardener Hector to oh. be the president of the United States. And here's uh, allow me. Well, I'm going to go into a little bit of speech here. But okay, if you find I've met him. I remember he started. He was just the guy that picked up the grass, and now. He's full-on gardener. He actually plants the trees and he makes everything look nice. He graduated. He earned his way to the top. You get a Mexican day laborer, you tell him he's the president, and you tell him you might not be working tomorrow unless you figure this thing out. We'll have shit solved in 24 hours. <laughs> Legit. Wow. We'll be out of Libya. We'll be out of debt. Everything is okay. right. Because they might not have the job tomorrow, yeah. so they got to figure Hector, that shit out. Hector's going to work his fucking ass off to be the president of the United States. We tell him he can be fired tomorrow. Now, there's downsides. 50 people living in the White House. You know, the, the, oh, that's genius. the fucking stretch limo has a fucking spoiler on it for some god-known reason. But the Great Lawn will look great. I think that's that's really all that matters is that Hector would be the best fucking president this country could have. So I, we we should definitely get rid of that whole birther idea that they have to be born in this country. Yeah, whatever. You know, the hell with that. Let's get Hector in. Yeah, now we need Arnold in the fucking office. That's McCain wasn't born in in the, the demolition man. He was born in Panama. Yeah, but he was born on a military but base. He wasn't born in the states. Apparently, that's some fucking loophole. You're born on a military yeah, but half base. His body really doesn't work, so I'm not going to question him. <laughs> He's boring. We're never going to have a boring president. That's why fucking Trump has a chance. Yeah, it's not boring. He's got fucking hair. Yeah. It's awesome. We're all going to fucking love it. And everybody's going to vote for him. I think that if if Trump really wanted to be seen as a candidate, he would go up there and he would sh- he would literally. Let his hair like go and just let it fall out and be like, "This is who I am, America." Right now, you can oh, he, trust me. He'd win everyone would. Everyone be like, him. "Fuck it, I vote for him." Right. This guy legitimately showed me that monster of a head he has. We're literally listening to this guy. He's got a fucking reality show with Gary Busey on it. Guy literally listening to this fucking guy. Like Gary Busey's my hero. <laughs> Gary Busey's teeth are monsters. They're yeah. bigger than that Cubs lady's teeth. <laughs> Money's works in the pile. Look at Bloomberg. He is he's controlled New York. Yeah, but Bloomberg don't have a uh, reality show with goofballs on it. Or a Christian hero. Oh, he just has a he just has an entire <laughs> network of uh, radio and television. Or or he's not the you know the cockiest guy in the freaking planet. He's a little Jew. He's Donald never Trump is not humble. He's, you know. It really doesn't relate to anybody. Who does yeah. fucking Donald Trump relate to other than Donald Trump? Uh, the the controlling parties of the United States, the wealthy. And maybe. Honestly, I don't think. I, I, no one's going to vote for him. I mean, we're literally, it's the same thing that we were arguing before. It's not real. He's going to say it. He's going to, you know, take it back in a little while. Like, 
Why bother? Why? No, that's the thing well, that annoys me about it. It's going. It's been going on for like three weeks about is Donald going to run? Donald going to run? Every no, he's four, not. Every four years, he fucking, says the same thing. It's not, it's not really wrong. Donald. It's the media at this point. Right. They just feel like, saying. hey, let's just let's just take this and run with it, you know, and get everyone curious and questioning. They all know the friggin' answer. Why? It's not even a story. But I was hoping for it too last Friday, and it didn't happen. I was hoping the government would just fucking shut down. That would have been great. That would have been interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have paid my taxes this week, which, fucking, by the way. I really have to. Sure. It was fucking. That would have been awesome. So here's a question: what, what? Who would you pick if uh, it's Trump or Palin? Who would you take? Oh. And we can because there for is Obama. a potential for that. And we can vote Obama, huh? And you can't vote Obama, or is no. it just Republicans we're voting for right now? Oh, is Trump is Trump Republican? Is he uh, saying yeah. he's Republican? Yeah. I think he is. A wealthy white guy. I'm going to vote for Republicans. <laughs> well, you never know. He might do the independent thing. I don't know. I, I don't know if he's like a total like staunch Republican, but he oh. might be. He's a Republican. He's Republican. He's, he's very much in the Republican. Right, so then, course. Course. So then yeah, that could have happened. So, yeah, do you? So yeah. then, what about the lesser of the two evils of that for the Republicans? It's either uh, Sarah Palin or Donald Trump. Yeah. or going Donald Trump, but yeah. fucking, I don't want to vote for either one of them. Yeah. It's fucking insane. If that's fucking the two people we. Got Gonna get for the run on one side, well, along with the, like a handful of others. Yeah. That's fucking insane, dude. You might be leading that way. I'd, I know. I'd write in Ralph Macchio at that point. <laughs> Whoever wins the, um, uh, you know, yeah, Dancing it, with the Stars gets. gets yeah, gets Ralph Macchio is totally gonna get it, and he should he should come out, uh, you know, to to the convention with I am the man who will fight for your honor. Yeah, that your was, singing voice is amazing. I know. <laughs> I would have picked the best around. Oh, we got oh there you go. The best around. We have a caller. Caller on your ear. What's the name? Where are you from? Yeah, it's Marcus. Uh, then you know you got Mitt Romney on that ticket, too, coming up. Yeah, yeah. The fucking Mormon grace. Fuck, <laughs> 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 I'm, you know, he I'm might thrilled. Not be that bad. He might, well, you know what? He, uh, I don't know. He doesn't curse. I don't trust the guy doesn't curse. Yeah, fuck that. Doesn't Huckabee want to run also? Yeah, he's got a fucking show on Fox. This is awesome. Everybody's got a TV show. Um, I think Glenn Beck wants to run for president. <sighs> doesn't, it just make, doesn't it just make you tired, Marcus? All these uh, people on the fucking cable news and everybody in Washington, it just makes you tired, doesn't it? It just makes you tired. Well, there's always a cave in Borneo. You can hang out there, hang out with the natives. That's true. Well, who would you vote for? Marcus, looking at the ticket as if it were right now, and you could pick one person to be president, who would you pick? Ah, uh, it depends. Um, it, it, with politics, you really have to go with the like lesser two evils. Who's going to keep? Who's going to break the least amount of promises? You know, who's going to get the most amount of jobs? Okay, so, so who? I would have to. I would have to see who's who's ticket. Who's who has the? No, no, right now, right now, pick one person. Go uh, off the cuff. Vote Hector. Vote Hector. Ah, uh, Mitt Romney. You want Ro- Mitt Romney? Yeah. Blank guy going for a Mormon. <laughs> What's this world coming to? Well, <laughs> well, you know, if America were a theocracy, it might be a little bit better. You never oh, know. Now you're breaking out words. Wow. <laughs> uh, you think America as a theocracy would be better than... Yeah, because that works so well in, like, every other theocracy in the, in the globe. <laughs> well, it depends on which theocracy. What? So as long as it's not Muslim is what you're saying. Or Scientologists. No, 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 because you have good Muslims. You have, like, Turkey, that's a Muslim country, and that's a pretty damn good place. I'd love to live there. Okay. Turkey? So you think a Muslim... Th- you know, I'm sorry, you think a Mormon theocracy would be better than the current representative democracy that we have currently? Uh, well, 
Najee, Najee put it that way. I'm not quite sure about that. Wait, you just said five seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stick to your guns, man. If you're going to argue something, be ready for it. Let's go. All caffeinated <laughs> beverages except you just for want, Pepsi. I think you just want five bitches at any given time. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got me. Yeah, you, got uh, me. See, you just want five separate sandwiches made for you at any given moment, and that's what you're looking for. Hey, Marcus, how's your uh, how's your situation? Do you want to talk about it at all? You're you uh, still banging the horse. Oh n- no! I'm, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to do some damage control on that. Yeah, <laughs> hence me saying situation, and Karen's just saying banging horse. Well, I posted it on the fucking message board. I figured it was fair game. No, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to clean up clean up my image, so maybe I can go into politics and start running some things. Oh, really? Ooh. Start by not paying for horse. <laughs> oh, you paying for horse? We gotta know about this. I'm kidding, Marcus. It's all right. It's all good. I think I'd make a pretty good president. You yeah, know. you could, you know. You, you just said it should be a theocracy. I don't know if I agree with you on this one. You can turn uh, the debate into rap battles. That would be cool. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, 40 ounces and stuff. Dissolve the parliament. Yeah. You know, have a one-party system. Yeah, make that debate yeah. like the ending what of Eight Mile. V for Vendetta? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so sell Alaska to Russia. Sell Cuba to Mexico. Yeah. You know. So we have sure, to, we'd have to occupy Cuba, in other words. You want to go back into the JFK sort of rap. Let's go one. Bay of Pigs all over again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Unfinished business. Bay of Pigs 2. So the let's, sequel. Let's get to the uh, pressing question. Why are you uh, trying to clean up your act? Ah, well, um... Yeah, I, I've kind of gone back to my come to my senses and uh, realized uh, the life I was living uh, these last couple of months isn't quite uh, savory. <laughs> savory. Like, You're the Craigslist killer, aren't you? Are you black? Really <laughs> using a word like it, savory? Yeah, it, it, it's not gelling with my uh, Christian upbringing, so to speak. <laughs> oh God, he's getting wait. <laughs> prostitutes aren't part of Christian upbringing. I tell you what, that's what pain. That's what I mean. Well, man, whatever. That's what hookers <laughs> will do not- to you. It'll fucking change your fucking mind about shit. <laughs> no, they're not prostitutes. They're 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 brothel workers. They're courtesans. Oh, they're prostitutes of the home. All right. <laughs> yeah, they're prostitutes of the home and a four hundred one k. They well, live at their job. Like, oh, Got like it. Rent the center. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, They're not oh, in an dear. outdoor venue. <laughs> uh, Prostitutes dear. live. Sorry. Oh man, you, you make me sound so sleazy. Not well, you're you're so sleazy. brothels, man. Yeah. The shoe fits. Rocket. <laughs> Fuck it. If I could afford a brothel, I can't say I wouldn't oh, do it. Yeah. Brothels expensive. Yeah, well, you... well, I'd have to fly out to one. I'm in New York. There's no brothels here. Well, they, mm, well there's not a set price. Each each worker has uh, has a, her own price that she quotes. This All right. You and so you're a connoisseur. Yeah. Hold on, hold so on. So she's an Mar- independent contractor. Marcus, give, give, give me the give me the price range. I mean, if you get like a kind of like a hot broad, is it a lot of money? And if you get like a fucking one that's got a bolt hole in her, is that less? Well, it depends. It depends. If she likes you, uh, you, you get a good price, so that's that's workable within your budget. But one girl I've talked to, she says if, if someone picks her and she's totally not into them, that her price is ten thousand dollars right there. She'll assess whether she he can afford that, and then she'll quote upwards. Yeah. Oh, so it's basically it's like it's like any you know independent contractor. If you get a job you don't want to do, you offer a shitload of money to do the job, and if they take it, then you just made that much money to do that shitty job. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same yeah. thing. So if she sees some, you know, how much does it cost? Do you does it cost you ten thousand dollars to sleep with these girls? Uh the the highest I paid was like was like two thousand. I don't I don't remember because I was in a fog. I was barely. 
I mean, dude, I, I just, I just like had my first drink in Las Vegas, and I woke up a couple of months later, and I, I saw all these like <laughs> charges on my card and shit, man. Uh-huh. So I guess I did. Ooh, it's on your credit card. Oh, Visa's having a great time looking at your fucking expense report. <laughs> Let's, uh, yeah, right, yeah. The guy at fucking Visa's going, look at this motherfucker, this highballer. <laughs> yeah, what was the uh, what, what was the lowest you paid for some uh, some ass? Ah. Uh, Come on, dude. About $1,200. $1,200. That's the lowest you paid? Wow. Rohypnol is like 50 bucks. (laughs) And and no, CJ, I don't have AIDS. I'm not a stupid person. I won't won't get out there and conduct these things unprotected. Uh, Yeah, yeah. That would be stupid. (laughs) I'm with you on that. That that would just be irresponsible. That would be stupider than buying paying for sex. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to do the pull and pray method with a hooker. It's just not the best, not the best of the two options. Did you just go to brothels around uh, the city of Vegas, or did you go to the uh, famous Bunny Ranch and see our buddy there, Dennis? Uh, I'm, I can't. Uh, I can't get into any details. <laughs> he went to this guy Bill's house. <laughs> I, well, guys, I just wanted to say uh, I'm enjoying you guys on uh, Guys from Queens Network. Uh, you're gelling very well with Andrew here. You know he's. Pretty cool guy. Yeah, I enjoy his programs now. He's got Most the greatest hair in radio. What's that? He's got the greatest hair in radio. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Oh, he's still here. Yeah, uh, I mean, now, officially, most of my favorite stick cam shows are now on um, Guys from Queens. Oh, there you go. I appreciate the that, Marcus. That, there's only three more, and he will have cornered the, my whole entire market of favorite shows on stick cam. Nice. Cool. Right. What other yeah. shows do you like? Three all, more. There's nothing uh, else on the website. Well, um, I I love Hank and Jim, man. I, I, I love that show. I love that network. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> the uh, the gymnasium part, not the whole Hank and Jim. You know, I like other guys. You know, I just got real quiet cool, over here. Yeah, I don't know Hank or Jim. We're, we're weeping because we're hearing the names of the competition on the show. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys have the higher numbers. Well, I didn't give her data. Who gives a fuck about numbers? Well, Andrew does. Uh, well, you know, I'm glad you dig the network there, Marcus. I'm glad you're cleaning up your act. I appreciate that. Doing a, it's a good thing, man. Don't pay for that pussy. That's what I'm saying. You work that charm, yeah. kid. You got plenty of charm. You probably get a hog. You're, yeah. You know, you, you got probably get a hog. Right? Yeah, if you lower your standards by 10, percent you'll get laid twice as much. I'm just gonna say it to you right now. Go out there, work the uh, fucking radio <laughs> angle. Say you're a fan of lunaticradio.com. You'll find a fat broad at least. Thinking, mm-hmm. and those, those girls try harder. Yeah, they do. They they work for it. Our listeners are gamers. Trust me. They earn their rocket nuts. I, I think I just start showing showing a ghetto somewhere, man. You know, just get get a nice funky ghetto, maybe a project. No, nah, man, fat you know, white girl. Save from the. Fat white girl, yeah, man. You know, you, you, know you, you like fat white girls. All, don't act all, like you don't. All you have to do is go to a fucking Burger King in Oakland. You'll be good. You'll find plenty of pussy there. Mm-hmm. No, I'll get shot, man. Well, I guess I'll let you guys go. Get back to your show. And yeah. uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, all right. There you go. Welcome. Thanks. Your, cool. p- your pizza will be there all in right. 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and Marcus. Right, let's take a break. What happened? Something well, technically? No, we got a half hour. Oh, all right. I'll well, take a break. Come back. More than take radio.com. Sure, right there. Drop it like it's hot. Let's. Uh, Rich Mahogany. Fuck you. I'm going to go colon, colon, cries, colon, colon. And I listen to lunaticradio.com. Yo, Drag got something to say. Fuck the police. Fuck, fuck, fuck the police. 
It's lunaticradio.com. I'm Steve-O, and, this, and I am fucking Lunatic Radio, dude. It's lunaticradio.com. I really have a pretty small wiener, and it's super crooked from jacking off so much. And, and, uh, and I, I come so fast, it's utterly ridiculous. Um, I have that and, uh, what, Steve-O, what's your go-to? What's your go-to porn? Like, what's, like, the guaranteed... Oh, uh, what's my... My 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 uh, my main squeeze is spankwire.com. Spankwire, <laughs> spankwire, no shit. I used to go there. Yeah. You know what's fucked up? And I, I get I, I get skeeved I out. Here's the thing. I don't know if this this happens with you, but like I'll I, sometimes I'll come into the studio and I'll mention The Rock that I've watched a certain porno, and he'll go watch it like the same clip, and now that ruins the clip for me. Like I can't watch the same porn that he watches. So now that I know that you're going to Spankwire, I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> What? <laughs> now that you know that I go to Spankwire, like you're gonna boycott that site? Yeah, I gotta go somewhere else because now that I know that you're probably watching the same clips I'm watching, it kind of ruins it for me. Because I really like to throw myself yeah. into the porno and feel like I'm there. Yeah, I you know I, I'm frustrated with that. Well, why does everybody have such a big dick in porno, man? I, I do not get that. <laughs> like, uh. I don't understand it at all, man. Like, I'm watching a guy get a blowjob, and the guy's dick is so big that the chick's not even able to suck the part of it that I want to see sucked, you know? <laughs> like, it, it kind of drives me nuts, man. Like, um, it's not like, I, I just, I, I wish they, that they had, like, a, a porno site called smalldicks.com. Yes. And, uh, yeah, go to any Chinese I would be, like, way more into that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would actually uh, be thrilled with smalldicks.com. Not not that I like want to see small cocks, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I, if I watch a guy with a small hammer bang somebody, yeah. I can totally put myself into that scene. I, yeah. can, I can get into the yeah, zone. For sure, man. And, like, and, like, I have no time whatsoever for lesbian porn. You know, like, I really I have got to have cock in my porn. <laughs> and I say that in a totally not gay way. I get you. You know, I just... The, the simple fact is that lesbian porno is like a skateboard video with just footage of ramps and nobody riding them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you say you have a new Facebook page? Yes. Whoa. Tell us about it. <laughs> Facebook.com slash lunatic radio. Look, Rock, you speak over me when we're doing the promo. I realize we were doing it. I really... I actually believe you. Are you saying Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio for everything Lunatic Radio that I want on Facebook? Yeah. Whoa. Updates on shows. Updates on shows. And, and new stuff. And new stuff. And when Rock wants to tell you he's blown a load, he'll tell you about it on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio? That's right. Wow. Yes. Sign me up today. Whippy. For a limited time only, you can also receive... Uh, jizz in the face? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. And now back to the show. Lunatic Radio. West Virginia. What the fuck? These guys are gay. LunaticRadio.com.
What up, everybody? Okay. Dan Barry, comedian Dan Barry, doing a fine job on the radio program. Thank you, you can catch thank him you. on Twitter, right? You can check me out on Twitter at the Dan Barry. You can find me on Facebook. I believe it's facebook.com slash the Dan Barry. And uh, I'll be appearing this Friday at Brokerage Comedy Club in Belmore, New York at 1030. Reserve your tickets now. And I'll be at the FTW Pro Wrestling Show in Ronkonkoma, New York. The Konkoma. The Konkoma at Center Island Sports. Check out FTWProWrestling.com. Wow. FTWProWrestling.com. And where's the comedy club you're in? Brokerage Comedy Club in Belmore, New York. BrokerageComedy.com. The show will be at 1030. BrokerageComedy.com, 1030. Dan Barry there this Friday, everybody. Go check him out. Doing a fine job on the radio program. His brother, Father Brian, our old friend in studio. I'll be alone in my confessional at both of those occasions. Jerking your goons. And Rocket what? hanging out in uh, Andrew from the GFQ Network. Yeah, call it's, Holy it's shit. Call, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Caller going once. <laughs> Caller going twice. Caller, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? And caller's been 86. By the way, best call of the day right there. I would think, Rock. Hey, Marcus was good. (laughs) I enjoyed Marcus talking about his prostitution adventures. Slut walk, Rock. Slut walk. Slut walk, okay, so that's when a slut walks. Could be. That's good. That's a good uh, prediction. Okay. Good prediction. Right. Not when they crawl. Am I right. correct on that? Yeah. Or jump, skip, mm-hmm. or hop. Story out of Toronto, everybody. Sluts run when they see the Gilgo Beach Killer. It's true. It's Ooh. true. Unless they meet him on Craigslist first. Yes, yes. Here's a story out of Toronto, everybody, about the slut walk. Today in Toronto, a demonstration with a difference. People marched in defense of a woman's right to dress any way she wants. Although that's not quite how they phrased it. Here's Melanie Nagy on the city's first slut walk. Blame Canada. Showing a little skin. Some say sexy. Others say it's asking for trouble. Sierra Harris and Maggie Ivesekel are proud to call their look slutty. I strongly believe in women's sexuality. I think that I could dress in a song and some tights or maybe not wear any underwear when I'm wearing a skirt and that not be a consent for me to get raped. Yeah, no one's going to rape you if they can see your labias from the outside of your fucking skirt. I'm just saying. (laughs) Here's the thing. There's a broad on fucking camera going, all right, I'm going to wear a skirt and I'm going to have no underwear on showing my vagina. Please don't rape me, fucking general public. Right. Well, It's understandable. Or don't catcall me or don't fucking uh, holler at me like I'm a slut and this and that. You know what? I honestly think that it's... What do you think? There's something wrong with that, Rock. No, she's safe. I think she's safe. Anybody who goes into a parade dressing like a whore and says, I don't want to be raped, you're not going to get raped because everyone knows that if you're doing a whore parade that you probably have the fucking clap and nobody wants that shit. Right, yeah. So doing that parade, if anything, was a rape preventative, I believe. <laughs> you feel like you're about to get raped. You say, I got AIDS! I was in the slut walk. Fuck it. I'm out. By the way, and, and another broad that goes, I am a believer in female sexuality... Just, uh, Have you ended on a high? Like, should the girl should be ended? And who believes in their sexuality? Brock, do you believe in your sexuality? Like it's some sort of spiritual fucking yes, thing I you do. celebrate every day you leave I the do. fucking house? That's why I love my dick. I'm, I'm sure fucking rocket 
And I'm a male straight guy. My penis is godly. Is it going to take you... Are you? Do you believe in that so much that you're going to go fucking... No, of course not. Marching... Why do why do broads why do broads get all uptight about that? Why why do they need feel they the like need attention? To, thank you. They like attention. Thank you. Thank you. We figured it out. You want to take this call and try one more time? Call uh, three, two, one. Call you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Nope, hung out as soon as I hit. <laughs> that was well. It was we, too did, late. we did take fifteen rings. I know. <laughs> all right, more from the slut walk in Toronto. Horfez. <laughs> Turns out, Harris and Ivisekel aren't alone. Close to 2,000 people gathered in downtown Toronto today for the city's first slut walk. Slut is where we're using it. We're using it to, to take its power away from it harming us and damaging us and telling us that we're less worth it, that we're less deserving of protection and respect. So marching in Toronto right, uh, will change the meaning for the entire world. We're bringing it back, okay, back to its original meaning. Well, the word be whores. It should have been in Montreal. They should have been in Toronto. They want the word slut now to mean uh, to celebrate. You should celebrate the word slut. It's like the whole N-word thing back in the day, right? We got a caller. Call you on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? I think this person oh, we is got Rick rolled. We got Rick rolled. Kill it. Eight tries and he couldn't get through. Mm-hmm. It, it took him four tries to Rick roll us. That's, That's the worst. You need to get a blowjob. <laughs> not for nothing. If you're, solves the problem. Not for nothing. If you, if you are calling here to fucking play Rick roll, I mean, look, I, I get it. It's cute. It's funny. But I would rather be getting a hand job at least. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you That was a the, lot of work for really Yeah, that's a lot. And I mean, it, wasn't even sa- it didn't even sound good. Two years ago, that would have been the funniest yeah, fucking we joke been rolling. Ever. Like, oh, man, this is great. No, this was nothing. <laughs> that was wow. And that person didn't know this is an internet radio show that really, you know, yeah. you know the grand scheme Pretty of much things. he's the only one that heard it. Yeah. yeah. More from the slut walk and through. The march is a response to controversial comments made by a Toronto police officer. In January, the male officer was invited to speak at York University about personal safety. During the talk, he said that women should avoid dressing like sluts in order not to be victimized. He felt that he had the right and was and was not confronted by his partner when he said that. So I think we have to presume that that does represent a significant attitude on the part of members of the Toronto Police Service. No, the, the officer, when he gave that speech, is being correct. No? I, I happen to agree with it. Don't dress like a slut. Don't fucking wear pasties on your tits when you're walking around the fucking street and you won't get raped. Look, it's if you, fucking common sense. If you have like... Well, I think I, I hear fucking girls who wear business suits get raped. I think that... But to, to say that we feel that it represents the opinion of the Toronto Police Department is so fucking stupid. That's like saying everyone who dresses like a whore is a whore. It's the same fucking sentence, only you reversed it. Like, uh, whatever. You... Uh, why march and announce you're a whore to everyone? Just why bother? Just go out and fuck somebody in the middle of the street and we'll all get the same fucking... But is it yeah. safe to uh, say none of these women in this parade are, are even remotely attractive? I uh, watched. Well, there's some of them were, yeah. Really? Really? I, I didn't watch any of it, but... They're all like strippers. But, but, like, beggars can't be choosers, you know what I'm saying? I'd probably do it anyway. I do have to ask the question, though. I mean, does it just seem... You know, aren't you? are you more likely to get, you know, 
sexually assaulted or at the very least, you know, like, I mean, I know plenty of girls who get dressed skimpy and they get, like, grabbed on when they go to the damn bar. Right. You know, like, guys will just feel like it's okay to walk up right. and grind on them. So it's not saying necessarily that you deserve it, but it is saying that you are less likely to get, you know, right. grabbed on if you're wearing, like, you know, I don't know, a burlap and that, sack. And, and literally that's all, the, that's all that cop was trying to say at that fucking speech. Isn't, it, isn't that the case? That's what I got out of it. And it just annoys me when when you hear broads that are you know walking around, you know, literally almost you can see they're make out their body naked. They're wearing the fucking dresses, pretty much showing their. You can see their vagina, you know, or, or their tits falling well, out. Yeah, guy, you you do that so you can get the attention, but you just don't want the negative attention that some guys might give you. A, a, a demented son on the uh, on the chat room just said, "How many rapes occur on nude beaches?" That's yeah, a good, good point. fucking point. I mean, really, like, you know, you don't really hear about. Oh, well, you know, lady was swimming nubile and suddenly some guy ran in and humped her to death. Like, it doesn't actually fucking happen. Like. Well, I think that's actually not not a great analogy because I mean, when you go to a nude beach, it's fucking known that everybody's going to be fucking naked. So you know, you go to a cool. club, it's known you're going to see some girl wearing no panties, wearing a fucking skirt. Like, I don't know. Look, I don't think rape is ever fucking okay. But I mean, I'm not saying rape don't have is okay. a slut walk. The slut walk is the dumbest fucking thing yeah. I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, there's a parade for. They just miles want to have long. a parade and like, hey, look, we get to wear skimpy clothes. And it's fucking. It's, we win. It's asinine. As for the Toronto Police Department, it says the officers' comments were unacceptable and clashed with how members are trained. Our training includes sensitivity training. We've increased uh, the amount of time fall. our officers and investigators are exposed to training in, in relation to sexual assault investigations. The Toronto police officer later apologized and said he was embarrassed by his remarks. But as you can see around me, that's done little to make the controversy go away. And in fact, organizers of this march say it's only the beginning. In the coming weeks, there'll be more marches like this right across the country. It's Melanie Nagy, CBC News, Toronto. There's more marches about a fucking cop going, uh, yeah, ladies, please don't fucking wear pasties on your tits and show your fucking ass every day when you go to work. Uh, so, you know, at late at night when you're walking home, you might not get raped because some guy will see you on the fucking street and go, wow, that chick's hot. I can pretty much see you're naked. I might want to go hit on her or be a little forward. That's no, A little cop- forward. That was, that was the fucking guy was being... Uh, that's all the cop was trying to say. He's like, just protect yourself. Just protect yourself. Be mindful. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Be mindful of the fucking every fucking man that walks by you. I just want to say, I want to see if there is a follow up story on a study on how many women did get raped after the slut walk parade. I'm just, I'm just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what are the? I mean, like most rape. That would have been great. I don't say most rape. I have no mass raping. I have no statistical evidence on any of this. But joggers get raped. Like business women on their way home get raped. People get raped regardless of the clothing you're fucking wearing. He's basically saying if you don't want to get touched inappropriately at a fucking bar, maybe tuck your vagina in some underwear. And I don't think he's wrong in that fucking sentence. Like, (laughs) just as a side note, though, like, like when you're talking about joggers getting raped and uh, and businesswomen getting raped on their way home, those are women who are attacked by what you would call a serial rapist. Right. Okay. Most women who are raped are raped by their dates. So when you dress like a slut and you go out on a date. All right, and you get the wrong guy. The wrong guy is going to rape you. Now, granted, maybe he would. Rape I think you the before. wrong guy is going to rape you yeah, regardless. I think you got a point. Well, I, I think you know the, when the when the when the young lady used the word "fucking rape," I think she didn't really mean literal rape. I think she, she was she, touched she, inappropriately or out of yeah, you know, you know she doesn't want to be catcalled. She doesn't want to be catcalls are going to happen regardless.
across your fucking right. outfit. So shut up. Don't complain about catcalls. If I was wearing fucking really tight tights, you could see my cock. Someone would point it out. Like, oh, I see cock. Like, you're going to get fucking catcalled. Guys are fucking pigs. We get it. We're right. a lot more vocal. You're going to get catcalled regardless of what you're fucking wearing. Don't complain about being catcalled. That's and stupid. girls who dress like that provocatively, they want that attention. But they just don't want the bad attention that comes with it. Yeah, too. They, they, they don't want the scumbags to be checking them out. They just don't want. They, they want to be selective on who says, uh, you know, forward things to them. Yeah, it's it, it's okay if the guy's hot. He can say something then. But if he's fucking it's ugly, he better shut the fuck up. It's fucking well, annoying. Give me an example. There's a girl on my Facebook, uh, and she posts every Friday night. Which guy's coming home with me tonight? And she no, says it straight really? out. What's her name? Straight and what up. Is, oh, send <laughs> and it, she'll write, send it to me. <laughs> and and you know, kidding. you you follow the the chronicles of her horrible relationships. Uh, trust me, you don't you don't want to go. Oh home no no, I don't want to. You don't want to go home with that girl. And and she'll write like Friday night one a.m. I'm drunk. Who's coming home with me? And she'll wait for guys to like message. And it's like an attention thing. She wants right. the attention of the guys, and she'll get like twenty guys on the thing saying like I'm available, I'm available. And then she'll go. Uh, Call me, and maybe wow. we'll see. I gotta say, she bangs them every night, but Good like for her. But how stupid are these guys? Let me just throw that one Good out for there. Her. You know, like as much as just like, oh, cool, she's she's hot, she's an easy broad. But really, do you really want to lower yourself to that level? Someone who's going to advertise and say, hey, yes, whoever's first, no standards. Yes, guys are always willing to blow a load. Yeah, dude. not for nothing. I've I've done dumb things for sex. I've I've, I've, I've done had a lot sex of stupid crazy ex girlfriends after I dumped them and knew they were crazy because it's like, you know, sex is good. Right. So I mean, guys will do it. Guys are pigs. We all know it. I, I think we all need help if that's the case. I, I've done it too, but just think about that. So think about a YouTube that. clip of me getting my ass kicked. There's one, one of her uh, latest messages is uh, Cupid.com is bullshit. Uh, I've been on there for a year and I've had no match. They guarantee a match in six months. What's up? What's up is your your Right, another sport. fucking eh, – your friend there is putting out another message so she can get some more responses from guys so she can look at it. In about twenty minutes, and feel good about herself. Oh, I think you're perfect, honey. Is she one of them? I'll bro- go home with is you. Is she it's one of okay. them broads on Facebook that just every week posts a new fucking picture of herself? I'm just trying, her, I'm trying to find not like her, her with friends or at a fucking yeah, barbecue the, or anything. Let's girl. see a picture. Of, let me see a picture. And of her. she's also probably making the kissy let's face in moves. every picture. Oh, the pouty mouth. The pouty. Mouth. Everybody loves doing the pouty Work mouth. Work the angles, fat bitch. Do it. <laughs> fucking angles of the pouty mouth. Lighting down, ladies and gentlemen. You everything from the shoulders up. Oh, she's from Of course. Oh. Look frumpy. at that. Well, she's got wide hips. That's not bad. She's got childbearing hips. This girl just wants to be <laughs> that's laid. A, that's a very... You see she a, has a well-turned calf, too. If you see a girl on Facebook who whose profile way, photos are only of her fucking neck and face, she's fat. By the way, that's a girl. Ugh. That's a girl, as Bill Burr would say, well, he did say way back on our uh, fucking radio show back in the day. That's a girl with low self-esteem. All she need to do is message her a couple of times. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Tell her that she'll reach her goals, and you'll help her get her there, and give her a couple of compliments, and uh, pretty much she'll be blowing you. So essentially, you're saying pretend to be her daddy, right? Oh, okay, okay, I see how this works. Yes. So go ahead, uh, Andrew. Oh, God. Type a message and say it's from me. This is really uncomfortable. Kieran <laughs> says, "I don't want Can. do it. Do I it. I don't want any part of that girl." Yeah. Can you do good? Thanks. I, somebody uh, called I, – I was commenting on her once because I do the Facebook quote of the week and one of my viewers knew her mm. and called in and said, I know that girl that you comment because we do like ridiculous Facebook quotes and something like, uh, all guys are assholes. I can't believe you fucked me and, and never called me again You know, after we met at a bar when we were drunk. <laughs> Why are you advertising that, yeah. you dumb So, So like that's the whole point of the thing. 
a caller calls in and goes, I know her. I grew up with her. My mother is best friends with her mother. Get this. She sends herself flowers every Valentine's Day and tells everybody it's from Leonardo no. DiCaprio. Yep. Oh, so she's batshit crazy. And she said she was sexually assaulted by him. I knew a girl that wow, said she had... Shoot. I knew a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was dating this so one girl. Winner. And her friend used to tell us that she was, was either pregnant or had an abortion pretty much every two months. Every two months she said that. Wow. And which the, equated to like something she had like seven abortions in the time that I knew this girl. That is disturbing. And she's like, I had, I had an abortion. It's like, your fucking vagina is torn apart if this is true, which it's not, obviously. But she just... She had to have the attention of like... This is terrible. My life is so hard. There's only one question you could ask at that point. Does she have a father? <laughs> only one question. Uh, yeah. By the way, Nor- Norwegian Wedskin in the Wedskin, Redskin in the chat room, uh, I rate my right hand weekly, mm. which is he should step that up a little bit. Yeah. If I'm he does thinking. it weekly, I do it every night. Yeah. Am I fucking weird? Because I'm like, I need to sleep. Time to crank out a batch. <laughs> yeah. That's how I go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I have mastered the, the perfect arc- ambient. I've honestly mastered the art of cleaning my belly button out. Some nights I'll just fucking let it stay there. No, because then you wake you wake up with the oatmeal flakes in your stomach. Yeah, but I kind of like picking them off. <laughs> if you roll that off, disgusting. If you roll off on your stomach in the middle of the night, you have to fucking peel the sheets off you. I hate that when I fucking blow a load in my bed. and I kind of don't know where it went a little bit. Like what? some of it will go Stealth off. Stealth jizz. Yeah, it's like kind of like when the when the top of your penis. Just gets like little. It's got like dry skin. It's like it's like when you get chapped lips and your lips sure. kind of stick together yeah. a little bit. Uh, you know, right? Maybe you should invest in a jizz rag. Wait, 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 wait. Out there. Who, who's this? Markism? Am I reading this right? Marcus. 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 Marcus, Marcus. I never understood why guys in relationships masturbate. Help me understand. I never understood why would people pay for sex, Marcus. So, but no. But guys masturbate because it's a fucking stress reliever. Like honestly, I've never. I don't masturbate when I'm fucking in a relationship. I'm no. I'm in a relationship. But I can assure you, I masturbate. Yeah, I got. I got to be honest with you. It doesn't matter how often I'm getting laid. I still find my I, personal time. Yeah, if it's if, quality if, I mean, time it's with not myself, like, quiet time. Obviously, like if obviously if no one's there, you know, like you're like, oh, okay, I'll masturbate. If she's there, I'm not gonna be like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. Like, it's it helps me sleep. It, well, it makes me sleep better. Well, as a male, I like to to embrace my male sexuality, and I you know I just consider it sexual meditation when I when I masturbate. Of course it is. <laughs> I call it sexual NyQuil. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. I'm with you on that. It's all about the, uh, you know, jerking and uh, going to bed. My life all is about so- the Z's with me with jerking off. My life is so boring. I fell asleep for 26 days straight trying to masturbate. Trying? 20, 26 What happened days. on the 26th day? I, I finally coated my entire house with a layer of baby batter. And it really... Weird. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, but honestly, like I fell asleep, like and I'd wake up at three o'clock in the morning, like holding my cock, like oh jeez, and just roll back over, so depressed. Wow. And you're like, how boring is my life that I fall asleep masturbating? Like, no wonder I can't keep a relationship. Well, I'll do that too. I'll, I'll fucking like when I get kind of tired and I lay in bed and I'll just be like, all right, time to jerk off, and I jerk off, and I'm not tired. I'll let a half hour go by and I'll watch a little fucking Discovery Channel. I'll jerk off again to just get myself a little bit more tired. <laughs> And if that doesn't work, I'll do it a third like time. A third so like a, gear? Yeah, I literally will jerk off until I fall asleep. You've got road rash on your cock. Is it weird that my method of falling asleep is watching Nancy Grace then jerking off? 
That is that a little weird? That is something that, is, uh, uh, that could be a reality show, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's an idea for something. Right you could probably make a game out of that. How quickly can you masturbate? Who's going to finish first? Well, if Nancy Grace make a point, or you blow your load in your stomach, and if you can get, <laughs> I guarantee you'll win <laughs> every single time. But that's cool. Nancy Grace is like Glenn Beck, but way more annoying. She's such a nut. But lacking, I mean, like as little sense as Glenn Beck makes, Nancy Grace has legitimately no logic. You know what I want to no, see? No, at all. No. I, in the next exclusive interview on ABC fucking Good Morning America is the guy who banged Nancy Grace. That's what I want to fucking see. Yeah. I want to meet that guy. I want to know how he pulled it off. I want to know how he worked the body. I want to know everything. I want to know what she fucking said. Well, you know what's worse than Nancy Grace? Her fans. Because if you ever watch, they have this thing where they call, no matter what, whatever inappropriate moment it is, and they go, oh, I wish you the best of luck, and your twins are so beautiful. Randomly. Like, she could be talking about a triple murder. Uh, Somebody's urethra was taken out of their body. A call would go, hey, Nancy, I just want to say your children are beautiful. That's all she does on her fucking show, man, is dead baby fucking stories. Dead babies, dead babies all the time. All the fucking time. One of the best calls was a call. Oh, I didn't know it was a comedy show. Yeah. (laughs) One of the callers calls in and goes, um, it it was like a dead baby thing. And she goes... I hope that never happens to your twins. Really? <laughs> God bless them. What was that, Jim and Nance? Hung up, I'm like, <laughs> and Nancy Grace goes, thank you. Oh, thank you. Hold on, hold on. I got one. I used to work at Regis and Kelly, and that was my job. Is one of the things we had to do is read viewer emails. And one guy used to send, well, aside from the, oh, my God, can we see more pictures of Kelly's feet on today's show, which <laughs> no. was very common. No. One guy would call every day and go, Kelly Ripper has breast cancer. And he'd hang up the phone what? every fucking what? day. What? Every day he would call and say, Kelly Ripper has breast cancer. Well, that is not true because Kelly Ripper does not have breasts. Yes. Ooh, they have cancer. Why don't we have crazy, like, listeners like that? You do. They go to prostitutes. And they find- <laughs> I'm just kidding, Marcus. You were actually. A really cool dude. I just don't get it. <laughs> All of our listeners are divorcees if they ever been married. That's like that's right. television. If you work in television, everyone you know is divorced because no one can keep their family together. It's like, oh, I work twenty hour days. Oh, I'm leaving you. Well, yeah. I just googled that and it, and it does come up. Kelly Ripa has breast cancer, and it comes up, and then it goes, Kelly Ripa. Has, is dying of breast cancer and AIDS. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's one dude. That one dude is trying to cause this fucking whole thing to start. Oh, my God. It's all over the place. Is yeah. That, is that why Regis is leaving? Uh, yeah. yeah, right. Regis. I don't want to get the AIDS with that bitch. Look at this one. Don't want Kelly, the AIDS. Kelly <laughs> Ripa. What if she coughs on me, Gelman? <laughs> Kelly Ripa, breast cancer lumps in teenage boy plastic surgery. Yeah. One post. Yeah. Weird. It's almost like they were playing fucking what is that game? Galvin, she's got the head, Galvin. Add at Mad Libs, they Mad Libs <laughs> together her fucking her diagnosis. It's actually Regis calling in just to fuck with everyone. Yeah, right? Hey, Kelly Ripa has yeah. breast in, cancer. In commercial like, breaks, he's like, "Hey, <laughs> just so you know." <laughs> wow, this is horrible. Hold on, I, I got a stupid pop up, but it was oh, pretty oh, funny. Oh. Oh. Uh, Kelly Lip- Kelly Ripper news. Ripa. Ripa. Mm. I bet it was Kathy Lee. That's Kelly Ripa is suffering of breast cancer. Kelly Ripa might be looking good on the outside. The truth is, she's dying on the inside. Oh, play on words. Gallon, <laughs> she's got AIDS. <laughs> she's like a clown. Funny on the outside. She will be dying soon of breast cancer. Wow, this is crazy. I didn't know little boys could get breast cancer. 
Oh. Brian, don't say that. Fucking Regis has got bigger. Tits. No, she was actually a very nice lady. Regis is a really cool dude. They're both yeah. very nice people. You got any? You got any dirt on 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 that side? Of, no, yeah. I mean, well, I have. There's one star. Count it. Who wouldn't appear on the same stage as Kelly Ripa because Kelly was thinner than she was? Who is this? Can you allegedly. say? Allegedly, Kelly's thinner than everybody. No, I, I don't know how to. I, I I don't know where my legal bounds are with that because I don't know if I'm allowed to even talk about it. But I'll just say if she was a sponsor for Weight Watchers at one point. And she was coming on to do a, a bit about exercise, and Kelly Ripa was too thin. So oh, she that's that bro from Three's Company. What? No, I don't know. Natalie Yost? Not a fucking. Did she? Did she? Could she have possibly been dating a rock star? Valerie Burton. And been so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Is that the wrong bell? I think it yeah, was. that was the wrong bell. That was absolutely yeah. the wrong yeah. bell. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hit the horn. Just and the correct saying. horn makes it <laughs> No, but but uh, it's just you know that that's. I can't believe it. I mean, there are fucking weird wow. people everywhere. That is fucking yeah. odd. Rachel just knows things. It was just because of the delay, but when you said it, essentially, she knew it. I don't know how she knows it. It's fucking Canada. Mm. They have just no information up there. God damn it. You know, actually, I don't like Canada right now. I got turned away at the border for a wrestling show. What? Why? I got turned away at the border because What'd they you did, do? What I did didn't you have do? the proper paperwork, and they assumed I was a liar. And so since What's they paperwork? Don't you just have to bring uh, your work passport? Visa. Work visa. I was wrestling. Oh, right. Work visa. I was going to wrestle and I didn't have the proper paperwork and they turned me away. They thought I was lying. And then as I was waiting on the border for my other friends who I knew were going to get turned away, the border patrol harassed me, cuffed me, and threw me in the back of the van while they searched my rental Toyota Yaris for what? drugs. <laughs> Yaris? Yeah. Yaris? Yeah. Oh, it was fucking... Well, it was a rental. It was $12 a day. Get the fuck off my dick. <laughs> I never, no, no. I've never heard of a Yaris before. Oh, oh it's a great... It's a great... <laughs> I'm not knocking the car. I've never heard like of it. It's like an $11,000 car. And in this car, to put it in perspective, they had came up with a good idea of putting a cup holder not in the middle but on the side. Oh, that's awesome. Which sounds like a good idea, right? Except yeah. it's right near the fucking vent where you have your heat and your cold. Oh, jeez. So in the middle of the winter when I have my goddamn soda sitting there, they fucking they start shooting hot air. My soda's boiling by the time I get 12 miles away. It's the dumbest fucking idea for anything. Yeah, Canadian border learned a lesson when Randy Quaid was denied. That guy's off his rocker. I literally, I have to announce to them the next time I'm going there. I have to go to the Canadian embassy and like see if it's okay if That's I'm allowed incredible. in. I'm like, fucked. I'm never going to Canada again. Wrestling's, wrestling's a So if job. you are a hot chick in Canada and you want to see me, you have to come south of the border. I'm right. just saying. Go to Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. Who the fuck will go to Buffalo? Fly your ass down to Long Island. Oh, all right. Or do that. Yeah. I figure make, make it easier. Make wow, it, fuck yeah. that. Why, am I, why is it going to stress me? I'm the celebrity. Who says Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Dan will not meet anyone halfway. Yeah. Fuck that shit. All right, everybody. I believe that's our radio program. No drunk calls this week. No. Ah, boo. I'm going to play the one from my boss. Yeah, Mark. Mark he wasn't is... even that drunk. Yeah. He, he smelled the beer and was like, I'm going to call the drunk call hotline. <laughs> I know. I, I was drinking. It was the afternoon. I had a couple. Maybe one. I had some of the CVS brand purified drinking water. Yeah. <laughs> I like how it's fucking very descriptive. Hey, we had those Mr. Shofty shakes earlier. Yeah, I had an I had those, a those shake. Thank you, uh, Dan. Did a no, fun thank job. you guys. Rest that was awesome. Great, that was great man. Awesome. Brian, well done. As always. I just I said thank you. Guys. Well. Thank you very much. Andrew, well done. Do the hotties of the week, everybody, and get the fuck out of here on the LunaticRadio.com show. Get your plugs in, too. We'll get Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. How do you want me?
All right, it's week time, everybody. It's where we pick a chick from the world of entertainment. Demon of the Week. Put on the segment just that we end the show. Email us at the show in the name of the chick and raise them all. We'll read them on the air. Or you can just post them live in the chat room. Who's your hottie of the week, everybody? Let's go around the board. Rock, who's your hottie of the week? Uh, allegedly, my hottie of the week is Valerie Bertinelli. Wow, allegedly. <laughs> well done, Rock. Andrew. I don't know how you say her last name. Amanda Seafear? Seafried. Seafried? I think you mean Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace is my hottie of the week. That's a very good pick. Wow. Right. Nancy Grace is my hottie of the week. Brian, who's your... I, I was liking that girl at the Cubs game. I gotta be honest with you. If I had spare tickets, she'd be going in with me. Uh, Tiffany with the teeth. I like her. <laughs> that's what we'll call her. Dan, hottie of the week. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna pick that, uh, what's her name? Rebecca Snow? Is that who I'm talking about? Is this here oh. Maxim? Brittany Snow. Brittany Snow. I don't know. She was on the Maxim. I'm looking at it right now. And I just want to TF her to death. That's it, Brittany Snow. That would be titty fuck rock for the kids oh, back at home. Take her to Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Fridays. What the fuck are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go with an obscure pick, everybody, because no one ever watches this show or listens to the radio program. Named Holly Saunders. She's on the morning drive on the Golf Channel, which is a two-hour TV radio show. No one watches it, but I do. And Holly Saunders, I love you. And I will be banging you soon. Wow! Get her to call in next week. Yeah. I'm like Holly. I think I changed mine to Haley. Dude, this chick is hot, and she was. She's a fucking good golfer. She's hot. Wow. Love C- her. CJ's going with Rebecca Black, keeping it old school. Yeah. By the way, Rebecca Black, congratulations! Ninety million views on that piece of shit you video. Gotta be ninety wow. million. I don't think I've ever heard of a YouTube video viewed that many times. Well, 90 million. Don't see a Justin Bieber video. Then oh, huh? I haven't been in the Bieber world yet. Yeah, Chris is the guy. Dan Barry is a hottie of the week. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Colleen Henneman coming in from... Uh, Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Rachel, all right. Colleen was the, uh, was the, she uh, was Cubs, the, chick. the Cubs chick. I didn't forget her. I said she's my hottie of the week. Oh, you said right. Cubs chick, you fuck. Dan Barry, you're uh, somebody's hottie of the week in there. Chris. I have nice tits. That's why. Thanks, Follow Chris. him on Twitter. Yeah. Dan Barry on Twitter. The Dan Barry on Twitter. I've yet to be verified. And Plug uh, the gigs again. All right, just real quick. The Dan Barry on Twitter. My gig this Friday is at Brokerage Comedy Club, Belmore, New York. Check out brokeragecomedy.com. And on Saturday, I'll be at FTW Show in Ron Conklin, New York, featuring Brett the Hitman Hart, FTWProWrestling.com. Are you serious? Yeah, Brett the fucking Hitman. Are you shitting me? Nope. Wear them up, everybody. Wow. Yeah, I saw, I saw Dan uh, last weekend. Great show. Great freaking show. I laughed until I peed. Right. And then I peed some more. There was some bad, there was some bad, oh, I didn't even get into like... Bad comics? Oh, the female. Oh, it hurt. Just, <laughs> it hurt. Just proved my point that women should not be doing Ah, uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Oh, well, I, I always feel bad that. seeing a female There's comic. a few good ones. Whitney Cummings, Sarah Silverman. Are you so Whitney Cummings? I think she's great. No, Fuck Rachel, Rachel Feinstein, not bad. No, there are a few good you ones. You know what, Rock? I might have to go back on that. I think Whitney Cummings is actually pretty good. Her roast thing is a little fucking monotone and mean. And, and monotone, and by monotone, you mean loud. She delivers, her, she delivers her roast speeches like fucking Nancy Grace does her fucking weekly show. Literally, they're just fucking yelling the whole time. I'm like, we get it, fucking Whitney. You know you're doing a roast. But her stand-up's good. You just like the last name. Yeah, that's... You know, I like Haley coming. Yeah, yeah, back that again. Money shot. How clever. I gotta respect anybody that goes to a fucking Ivy League school, pretty much, and then gets into comedy. <laughs> that, that, yes. I'll give that. I'll give her respect. All right. Uh, thank you to everybody checking out the program. GFQ Network, everybody check it out all week. 
plenty of program on there. Our buddy Andrew on Thursday nights on the G- G- GFQ Network. There he is. Say something, Andrew. Um, I have nothing to say after after tonight's show. By the way, breaking news: Dead Babies in NYC. There you go. Check out Wolf Blitzer on CNN for that. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>